The Gutter Skypes. The Gutter Skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. It's nothing more, but certainly nothing less, than episode 105 of The Gutter Skypes. And I thank you very much for downloading it and listening to it. Keen. So, yeah, Gutter Skypes. Hey, how you doing? Thank you. Thank you very much. We don't have actual gameplay in this episode, but... We do spend a lot of time talking about fun, cool stuff. And of course, emails are read. Long awaited, long delayed emails. My apologies, my responsibility, uh, mea culpa, und so weiter, und so weiter. It's in two parts. The first part includes Mark Kinney, myself, hi, I'm Adam Five, Blind Geek, and Andros. And the second part uh, is uh, Mark Kinney, myself, and Blind Geek. Real life has been hammering, hammering um, the gutter skypes on multiple occasions and on different nights. But, you know, we work around it. We adapt, we overcome, we improvise. As, uh, as Clint Eastwood said in the movie whose name I can't remember. Okay, um, I think that's really going to be it. I'm not going to go into a lot of stuff. Here, except to say that if it if it starts to drive you nuts when when in the first part I start talking about or we all start talking about uh, what this guy does in his reviews of such and such a film because the name went by quickly I didn't repeat it and what I usually do is repeat something so that people don't have to rewind and say all right now who are they talking to it's the nostalgia critic and you'll hear that repeated many many times throughout both parts. And there's plenty of other links that have to do with this with this uh, episode, because of course we start talking about all kinds of different things and get into different things. And uh, if you go to the Gutter Skypes page, you'll see that there are links to, if not all, then at least most of what we talk about. So this would be a good opportunity to do that because there's going to be plenty, plenty for this episode. Oh, if I forgot anything, sorry, but we're going to get started soon. There's going to be three promos, three podcast promos, because it's been ages and ages since I put promos in a Gutter Skypes episode, and I really kind of should do that, um, because other folks have been putting Gutter Skypes promos in their shows. It's unfair for Gutter Skypes not to do the same. I'm done. Thank you. Here we go. Three promos, and then we get into a night with the guys, just the guys. Please enjoy. There. After five long years, my latest invention is complete. Surely it will revolutionize personal transportation for decades to come. Hey, who let you in here? Get, get away from there, you stupid simian sociopath! Don't touch that! Monkeys took my jetpack! Monkeys 
took my jetpack at mtmjetpack.com. All games considered. With news, now we have a press release. Views, the fiction, I know is not everyone's cup of tea, but this one is pretty creepy. I like it. Reviews, it doesn't bother me as much because you're not worried about the weapons tables because there aren't any. And interviews, Sean Patrick Fannin. Greg Payline from uh, Microtactics Incorporated. Uh, I'm Andy Chambers with Games Workshop. On Tabletop Games, visit us at agcpodcast.info. That's agcpodcast.info. Fringeworthy, a unique trait shared by so few, a gift or a curse, to those that can transit a portal accessing the extra-dimensional network, a pathway to a million million portals to a million million other worlds, worlds filled with terrible wonder or shocking beauty, populated by denizens other than human and motivated by their own values, a creation of a race so advanced the physical laws of the universe became not barriers to their own creative drives. Will you shoulder this burden and step onto the paths for your world? Adventure in the million, million worlds of Fringeworthy. Fringeworthy is a role-playing game by TriTech Games. Available at TriTechGames.com. Come explore the worlds of TriTech Games. Explore the worlds of Fringeworthy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that worked really well. What did? Uh, when you called up here, it had it call, and then it, 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 it like rang, and then immediately dropped off. Hello. That's Hello. Strange. Hello. Hello. What's strange? <laughs> when he made the call to me here, uh, at least on, on on mine, it 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 did the the Skype ringing sound, mm-hmm. it, or, or it started to, and then immediately did the failed call thing. Mm. And so I just hit the answer button, and it still worked, but it was weird. <laughs> I see. What a promising, promising sign. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have even a more promising sign, because uh, I choked. Uh-oh. Oh, choked? Yeah. Well, I had an idea when I said I have an idea that I can set up for tomorrow's game. And the more I started working on it, the more I thought, damn it, this is better than a... Three hour one shot. <laughs> you're on a roll. Yeah, well, what? I'm thinking this is. For my I'm neck. sorry, did you just use the term three hour one shot in any way connected with the gutter skypes? <laughs> well, we know we're probably going to be having Nikki back and, play, and resuming Doctor Who. We so, should certainly hope so, sure. So, yes, well, so in, I didn't. In a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or in a right. couple of sessions because next one, of course, but we already no know that uh, Adam's not gonna, not going to be here. Did we actually cancel that? Or are we going to do? Oh, I, I thought we canceled it because Adam isn't going to be there, thing. and I'm not going to be there, and I didn't know. Yeah, we're going to have like what four weeks? <laughs> we're going to have a four week break, a little summer uh, hiatus, a little summer hiatus. Yeah, yeah. we've and done I it before, thought... but we didn't plan on it. Yeah. yeah. But I thought, damn it, this is too good to be trying to cram into a small amount of space, and so I—I I don't switched. blame you. 
I switched to plan B. Well, okay, here's my idea, and I'll just share it because it's long <laughs> enough to the next convention when it, before which I'll want to test run this. But I just I got the idea, and I just went, oh, my God, that's awesome, and I want to do something with it. Let me give you the tagline. <clears throat> Humans die easy. Zombies die hard. Oh. And it's the... it's a, My idea is it's a game with pre-gens, and the pre-gens will consist of John McClane, uh, <laughs> Al, whatever, Sergeant Powell or whatever his name is, uh-huh. Zeus, mm-hmm. anybody else I can come up with from the, uh, uh, from the movies that was an ally... And, of course, they are going and zombies attack somehow. Or they go up against someone they think are zombies. But I figure it's an excuse to use all kinds of those, all those, those, you know, lines we know from all the movies that are just dying to get out. And uh, it would just be a blast. But I thought, I don't think I can have this. I was trying to get it ready, but... Why? Oh, zombie versions of uh, Hans Gruber and etc. Cetera, et cetera. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, all the villains true. from all the movies. Yeah, there you go. I, that's yeah. I hadn't even thought about it from that angle. That would be even better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and even a zombie version of Ellis, who is constantly true. <laughs> uh, yeah. You got the number. Use it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Now is, I that, have is that Ellis? That's, no, no, that's, that's Argyle, uh-huh. the limo driver. That's Argyle, Argyle. That's right. Ellis is the is the Rolex guy. Yeah. Uh, Ellis is the uh, the weasel. Sorry. Right. Okay. I'm sorry, Mr. K. You said what? Now I have a machine gun too. Ho ho ho. <laughs> <laughs> Come out to the coast, we'll have a few laughs, we'll get together. <laughs> it's been so long since I've seen any of those movies. <laughs> oh, yeah. I still haven't seen the like, the uh, very last one, the one that came out a few years ago. Hmm. It's oh, I haven't either. I haven't it's either. It's good, but if you have a chance, I highly recommend um, the unrated version, which means you have to get the DVD because the... Stupid people at 20th Century Fox chose not to release the unrated version on Blu-ray, which I don't understand. Yeah. We'll have to see which one Netflix has then, because I think they had all of the Die Hard movies on on streaming at least a, a while back. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, because the PG-13 version is okay, but the main thing they did, which normally I wouldn't be annoyed by, but when it, this is Die Hard, uh-huh. <laughs> we've had three precedents set. They take out like most of the profanity, and I'm sorry, that's part of a Die Hard movie. You gotta have, uh-huh. yeah. So, you know, at one point he says, "Like, what are you gonna do, John? I'm gonna go over there and I'm gonna kill the bad guy, then I'm gonna save my daughter and kill the other bad guy." Well, in the unrated version, we're an explicit podcast. He goes, "I'm gonna, what are you gonna do, John? I, I'm paraphrasing only slightly because I haven't seen it in a while, but what are you gonna do, John? Well, I'm gonna kill the motherfucker." Then I'm going to get my daughter back, and then I'm going to kill the other motherfucker. And it just, when mm-hmm. he says it that way, it's an awesome line. When he says it the other way, it sounds lame. Yippee-ki-yay, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Falcon. <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Mr. Falcon. <laughs> and I'm not usually a guy who needs profanity to make, I mean, you know, but in, the, mm-hmm. in that case, it really just, 
it loses something because you know it's supposed to, I think that's part of the problem we all know it was supposed to be there and they cut it to get a better rating and it just urgh, that that even makes it even more irritating it's supposed to convey attitude yeah exactly so anyway yeah. so then I then I tried to come up with I was going to use Edison Force um, because it looks like a cool game but I just couldn't come up with a good adventure hook so I choked I'll, I'm I wouldn't worry about it we got we we got email from here until <laughs> yeah. cool it's like wow suddenly <laughs> and it's not I mean it's not all that sudden some of it is is from uh, a while ago well two weeks ago anyway mm-hmm. so for the past two weeks the emails have returned cool which is and we got some from some folks I don't believe we've heard from before so that's that's very cool. Awesome, and uh, and that's gonna that's gonna take a while. So I, anyway, it, uh, anybody listening so far knows uh, this is going to be an evening of just the guys. There we go. <laughs> it's just the guys nice. hanging around, you know, going out to the coast, having a few laughs, flying <laughs> flying kites, wearing our dockers, you know, like we do. <laughs> Um, because Nikki was unfortunately. How did the same shit happen to, to the same guy twice? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um. Uh. Uh. So yeah. Yeah. And and uh, sadly, we're we're short one person and lots have lots of emails to read and mm. and happily we have lots of emails to read. <laughs> but. Uh, it's too bad. Nikki does so enjoy reading them. Yeah, yeah. she does a great job, and 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 it's kind of it's kind of too bad. It's very too bad. But let me do all this copy and paste thing here. I I didn't even count them. And see if I can get this into the chat window. Did you get Trilobite forwarded me uh, an email about the uh, Sex Lies and Ultra Spies game? I didn't know if it. Got that's that's in here so that's okay, in here good. among them. That's what I wanted to make sure, so I won't worry about finding it and all that good stuff. Yeah. Mm. Well, this uh, this should be it. Here we go. Bleep. And there, I think they're in order of having been received. The oldest first to the most recent. Um. And g- great, thank you, folks. Uh, it feels a lot better. To know <laughs> people are listening and are actually here, here. willing to use the uh, the address, so that's uh, yeah. Just go, go to the go to the gutter Skype or go to uh, anum five at anum five anum five dot com and you'll see a, a link that says contact anum five for emails or something like that, or or there at the address at the bottom of the screen you'll you you know easy enough to find. And uh, and and please do use it. Wow. Has everybody? Uh, uh, I don't know. Has everybody had like a really rough couple of last two weeks? Um, little bit, yeah. 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 And yeah. and as Eric, is everything okay? How's Zeke doing? He's doing pretty good. We we had. Uh... We we've had uh, we had to take him to the vet, but nothing serious. Just to get some uh, 
Just to get yes, we're talking about you. Um, <laughs> he heard that word. He did. Yeah. The Z word. I think he can hear because I keep forgetting how sensitive their ears are. I'm sure mm-hmm. he can hear through these headphones very clearly. <laughs> so, yeah, when his name gets mentioned, the head goes up. Ooh, we gotta uh, watch what we say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he could blackmail us. So let's let's just get together and kill some shit. Yeah, as really? it was senior day today. <laughs> and it's Derby Week, so that on top of it, because it's That's just right, it madness here with the with the Kentucky Derby going on, and so you know it's too much. Crap. I I have successfully managed not to key uh, key every car and slash every tire in the in that parking lot, <laughs> which is. <laughs> <laughs> But you still have. Uh, I, I thought about it. You still have when, use of your weapon hand. Yes, I urge, do. When the urge gets too strong, Mark, just remember they're all, they're watching you, Wazowski. Always watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Got those dang surveillance cameras everywhere. You know, as soon as you said zombies, um, I immediately. Uh, flashed right back to Monday night when I went shopping because <laughs> I used to think I used to think alright these people are behaving and they're in every aisle and it's not just the seniors and I I bitched about this before but it's just I, I had a, re- a revelation I used to think wow they're just like zombies and then I realized Monday night no they're not zombies have a motivation Mm-hmm. Yeah, zombies have something that they're interested in. That that you know the popular uh, mythos is that they go at their brains. So at least they have a goal. At least they have something that they're moving toward. These folks that I yeah. run across in this in in the store don't even have that. They're just standing there. <laughs> they're not moving towards anything. You know, they seem to be casting their eyes in some vague general direction at a shelf area. As if they have never seen anything like this before in their lives and are trying to figure it out. Mm. And it isn't just, you know, one person, two person. It's every damn aisle. <laughs> I'm wondering when whatever it is in the water is going to get to me. And <laughs> I'm going to go to the I'm going to go to the stores if I've never been shopping before in my entire yeah, freaking life. It's actually it's all kind of the funny. It's, it's actually kind of funny that you all put that that, that, that you put it that way because. I don't know if you ever saw the 1970 whatever version of Day of the Dead. Was it 78? I probably of, didn't. Of of uh, Dawn of the Dead, the original George Romero version. But when they get when when they hole up in the in the in the mall and they're trying to get it to 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 get it cleared up, uh, like, uh, cleared of zombies, so they can kind of hole up there for a, a while. Mm-hmm. And and they make the observation of you know all these ones all the the zombies congregating on on the mall because that's was really their big thing in in life. <laughs> that's what they did for fun when they were alive. Okay. Yeah. Interesting kind of uh, commentary juxtaposition there. Yes. Sociological comment. Makes sense. Okay. And then the biker gang showed up and it all went to hell. 
<laughs> I, I actually, I didn't. I'm sure I didn't see that because I, I can't. Uh, uh, again, I can't watch movies like that. They. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Wow. All right. Should I? Let's see. I'll. I'll uh, I don't even know what order these are in. That's not one of. The, it's like one of those things where am I going to read? Which one am I? I don't know. I will start, and in uh, from uh, my left to right, it's it's uh, me, it's Mark Kinney, it's Blind Geek, it's Andros, and then back to me again. There's a bunch of them here. Okay. Uh, from the top, emails. Thank you all, folks. Yeah. From Bob H. And this was a brief note following the character creation session of Doctor Who, the very first one with uh, with Mr. K and Nikki and myself. Hello, Adam and the Gutter Skypes. Another enjoyable episode from you all, those present, anyhow. I feel that you even gave some insights into the game through talking about your possible choices for your characters. I will be quite keen to hear the missing Gutter Skypes characters being introduced and the commencement of your collective adventures. Thank you for reading my previous emails to you preceding the character creation episode. Not that that is the reason I was writing to you, though. Uh, Why not? What the hell? (laughs) Again, I hope you are all well and safe and take care. That from Bob H. Hey, you know, make it the reason. Who cares? (laughs) Write in solely for the purpose of being read on the show. That's what I would do. (laughs) And thank you. Thank you very much. I think that episode, the, I think the episode that has the remaining characters being created has been released. Mm-hmm. I believe so. And uh, so he's heard that one by now. And waiting in the bullpen is uh, is is the uh, continuing adventure. Yeah. So that that's that's coming yeah. out this sun Sunday. And if 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 we've gone as far as we have without me being able to 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 get rid of the uh, of the doctor like I I had planned yet, I was already thinking this might be something on a uh, on on an S7S scale, but that 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 pretty much con- confirms it there. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, this is uh this is a show that's uh. Uh, uh, uh it's it started out being driven by dice, and now it's being driven by real life. There you go. Yeah. Hey, so. don't, don't worry about it. the 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 SLU game that was supposed to be like <laughs> two parts ended up taking over a year. So you know, two, two parts. Good. Well, technically, it was still only like it was still only like six sessions. That's though. true. It, just, it, was really it only took seven. us that long to play six or or seven <laughs> sessions. That's, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it was seven because I remember because it ended with. Which is so friggin' cool. Ended with 007. Couldn't ding, 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 ding. Awesome. Right. <laughs> All right. So thank you very, very much, Bob H. Mm-hmm. And our next one is from Jonathan G. He says, Hi, Adam Five and Cohorts. Do you have any idea how hard it is to stop myself from likening your return to that of some kind of messiah? Or how difficult it is... <laughs> It is not to break down and sob into my keyboard with cries of, You are back! Please never leave us again! What cruel and heartless people you must be to toy with your devoted fan base thus. This is how you get read on a show. (laughs) This is the... (laughs) I'm sorry. 
<laughs> anyway, great to hear from the Gutter Skypes once more, and definitely looking forward to listening to more of Doctor Who from you. Seeing as Mark Kenny is GMing this one, I thought you might like some assurance that it is not just your group that can flirt with disaster on a daily basis, you know, after the whole dinosaur incident, that and the Mellor. Mm. So, th- so I thought I would share with you a game of my own. For the sake of the podcast length, you may wish to read this later. And I assume we're going to go ahead and read this now? <laughs> hey, this, what this the hell? Here. Yeah, it's right in front of us. Here we go. <laughs> While it's fresh. You know, before the, the printing gets lumpy and it gets harder to read. Yeah. yeah. All right. A while back, some friends invited me to a game of Adventures in Time and Space, probably because they ran out of people to ask, but I like to kid myself into thinking it was because of my encyclopedic knowledge of the Who universe. Perhaps it was this which led me into playing the part of the, of the, of the Time Lord, an embittered hermit who went by the name of Pilgrim and whose signature gadget was an extendable quarterstaff which could receive radio from anywhere, functioned as a GPS, and could cook a rampaging monster at 100 paces with high-intensity microwaves. <laughs> nice. For, you see, somewhere along the line, people forgot that in the Doctor Who universe, running is the best plan. Uh, the two companions in this adventure were both soldiers. We had the unfortunate World War I American sapper who thought he was about to kick open the door to a German bunker, only to find himself in the middle of a hot spring which played New Age music and tried to invite him to relax. <laughs> and when he had attempted to leave, he found he was on the planet Mars. More on this later. <laughs> it happens, you know. The second companion started out on her spaceship, about to head off in search of another bounty to hunt when she found herself a little peckish. She headed back to the cold storage area of the ship to hear strange noises coming from one of the cooling units, or refrigerators if you want to be boring. When she opened it, she found a scene oddly reminiscent of the first Ghostbusters. A whole other universe opened up before her inside the fridge. On the inside was a huge vaulted chapel. How did this happen? The GM decided that to, to explain the survival of another Time Lord within the Who universe with the old trapped-in-stasis routine, but with a twist. It would appear that at some point, Pilgrim crashed his TARDIS into the planet Mars, causing all the rooms and doors from the little pocket dimension to become scattered throughout time and space, but still linked to the main console room. The result? The accidental kidnapping of the President of United Earth, finding out that the bathroom currently belonged to a hotel... The existence of a whole tribe of aliens who had evolved there, and the discovery of the remains of a lost Roman legion. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> okay. We were off to a flying start at screwing up, and that was just in trying to get the PCs to all get into the TARDIS. On the plus side, though, the immortal bounty hunter from the future, the rather confused soldier, and the very confused Time Lord did all get to, the th- to a theme park together. If only the robot mascots hadn't been trying to kill us at the, at the, at the time, we might have been able to try the roller coaster. <laughs> anyway, if that doesn't convince you that you're in safe hands, then, well, actually, now all I want to see is how badly things can go when you play it. Well, when, how badly things can, do, can, go when you, can go wrong when you play it. Best of luck, and hoping this finds you well, Jonathan G. Awesome. Uh, Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm back. That's got built in. Welcome back. Thank you. Mm -hmm. We just heard the most convoluted... Well, wait a minute. In context, no, it's not convoluted at all. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, did you hear some of that? I I heard some of that, yeah. Okay. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's Doctor Who. It's uh-huh. a crash TARDIS. It's mm-hmm. some, you know, p- possibilities just scattered. That's all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Easy peasy. <laughs> I am rewatching the Doctor Who because I found them all with the audio description, so I'm able to. Yeah. Thank God they do a lot of running. They do a lot of. I mean, I, I knew they did a lot of running, but it's it's kind of more in your face when it's actually being described as opposed to just inferring from the music and the and the fat frenetic pace that they're running. They they do a lot of running. <laughs> so, yeah, I that that was a very wise decision in the game design to have it work that way because yeah. Extremely good emulation of. of All right, I I just got to go back to this signature gadget: an extendable quarter staff which could receive radar radio from anywhere, functioned as a GPS, and could cook a rampaging monster at 100 paces with high-intensity microwaves. Now I have to step in and take the place of Nikki, who would say mm-hmm. at this point, "Oh, and I couldn't have a camera." <laughs> <laughs> hypnotize people. <laughs> All right. Sorry. You know, Sorry. I just had to do that. It would be so easy to build just that kind of thing in 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 this game. Hmm. Well, you can uh, build it in Sonic as well, but and... how do you keep how do you keep from having the same problem though where if it's, you know, if you if you run up against the big villain and you say, "I use my camera." And then exactly, yeah. This has a particular hypnosis ability in it, and it costs story points and and etc. etc. Et I mean, you could actually build the 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 gadget to account for all of that stuff. Yeah, wow. you actually have set rules for how a lot of that works, as opposed to uh, to to the Satsi where you you were winging half of it. Well, hell, maybe I can cobble. <laughs> Cause, no, because I, I always hated the fact that I couldn't... I hate telling players no when they have a really good idea. And there's absolutely nothing wrong whatsoever with that idea. And it just it's always bugged me. And as you can tell from my passion, it bugs me to this day that I can't haven't yet been able to come up with, with a good way of, of dealing with it. Uh, you got to put the right price tag on it, that's all. Yeah. Pretty much, that's kind of what I'm gleaning from this, that... And Sotsies was just rather expensive. I mean, you could put together such an, an, an item, but it took several lo- layers of stunts and various other things. So, Yeah, well, I, that wasn't the problem for me. The problem for me was just the whole balancing, game balance issue that was just like, okay, if she has this, there is nothing to keep the battle going except for saying, well, it doesn't work. For my adventure, that that's the villain gets what, taken out. That's that what compels are for. <laughs> Seriously, that's what com- that's that's what that's what compels are for. Hmm. Yeah, I do tend to forget about those. But uh, I would like this this little pill that you drop in the water, and it produces an army of a hundred Terminators. <laughs> oh, thank wow. you, thank you. Who, who will obey your every command and won't harm anyone that's on your side, but will only go after the bad guy. Ooh, this is the the whole uh, wish dilemma, is it? <laughs> yes. I guess so. Gonna get all worded just right. <laughs> get your, your lawyer cousin to look it over and make sure it's all watertight. <laughs> and still, they somehow finish going after the bad guys and then burrow... Through the earth, <laughs> releasing hot lava or some crap like that. Who knows? Because no one told them to stop. That's right. 
Well, all right. So, thank you very more wishes. Uh, that 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 was pretty. That was uh, that was twisted. That Jonathan, was Jonathan, and I hope we have. I hope we come close to that much kind of <laughs> bizarreness. But hey, at least we got into the TARDIS without any argument at all. Well, most, <laughs> most of you started there, so <laughs> yeah. So it was like you know that was a done deal. No worries there. No, it's the easiest, the easiest way to actually manage that. All I got to do is uh, remember, as a character, stuff that goes on in the previous episode. I was listening to, uh, I was listening to the one that's in the bullpen waiting to get released, and and uh-huh. realizing that he didn't go out, he didn't, uh, he didn't go out. Jeremy Vanquish did not go out to get us coffee. Went out to get us tea. <laughs> and right. beginning the episode I was like, oh, when is he coming back with our coffee? Whoops. <laughs> This is important stuff. I mean, surely, you know, these are key issues that are going on in in the storyline that I just, you know, I glom onto. We we had something like that happening on the MTMJ that I'm currently been editing for the last month and a half. Yes, shut up. And, uh, (laughs) And, yeah, because we had not played in such a long time we had kind of done a scrabble to remember all the details of what had happened and we thought we had uh, taken we, we had run into two antagonists in the last episode and we thought we had taken them both back to um, well to the dream thief's tower to interrogate them come to find out that in listening to the episode Actually, we had only taken one of them back, so I had to edit around every time the other <laughs> character was met. Luckily, he was basically not knowing anything, so it was pretty easy to edit around, but I thought, oh, hell. But yes, I get fixated on stuff like that, too. Dang it, that's not... Yeah. You had to chop out gameplay for continuity. Holy crap. Yeah. That hurts. Uh, it, it does, it does, but I do it for the sake of... For the love of the game. Anyway. Guess who's next? I think it's me. I think it is. Okay. This is from the Trilobite. Can we put a little reverb on there, Animan Post? The Trilobite. I can. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joking. That I can do. That's a piece of cake. I like that. That's fun. Do it again. Ailing, Go ahead. Ailing on all frequencies. As a let's see, I'm gonna try to read this without stammering and stuttering, but you know me, it's probably not gonna happen. So I wouldn't worry about it. That's all right. Um, as a GP head or Jeep head or Geep head, as the case may be, I'm gonna say Jeep head because that's how uh, my voice thing is pronouncing it, and I think it's kind of funny because I picture this guy wearing a big four wheel vehicle on his head. Anyway, as a as a, as a Jeep head from way back. Please don't call me a blue coat. That was a term that came out of California and originally referred to fans of the Galactic Patrol Mariner spinoff reviled by all right-thinking fans. (laughs) (laughs) It was great to hear your group's take on the events behind the infamous second season schism, which led to the replacement of Raspberry by the mysterious Dr. Z. Smith. Most fans assume that Dr. Smith was a sort of collective nom de plume used to cover the contributions of numerous staff writers and the occasional sci-fi offer, but it was an act of genius 
to not only include a character with that name, but for the campaign to place him squarely on the throne abdicated by the great vulture. Bravo all. (laughs) (laughs) Bravo. It's worth noting that many GP heads, myself included, remember the third season very fondly. So good work, Professor. And we forgive you for Sparks' spine. Everyone can have, everyone can have a bad day. Sparks' spine. <laughs> oh, I, I have to interject here <laughs> because this was a case where I had not planned on on uh, putting that third season thing in until the middle of. Our adventure. I had finally. I couldn't decide whether whether Corrigan or Razenberry was going to be the main villain, and I, as it happens, had plenty of time to <laughs> to, to, to figure decide. out mm-hmm. to decide. But once I decided it was going to be Razenberry, I was I was just mulling things over and went, "Oh my god, this is too perfect!" He walks out the network because they called his bluff. That's a perfect cover story for why for if he got killed at the end of this of this uh, adventure and it worked out quite nicely by then so at that point all of a sudden I was kind of maneuvering it to I really want to get to that point I really want to get to that point because I thought that was Mm -hmm. fun (laughs) I just love the fact that he's he's writing he's writing a a fictional email yeah I love that it was awesome it's like the email is a work of fiction based on a work of fiction that parodies a work of fiction how deep can you go with this and he's doing such a good job of it absolutely I love it yes good work trilobite spark spine 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 and spine what is spine (laughs) I'm gonna be so tempted to go back and and, because I I have the Star Trek concordance over here I'm, I'm tempted to go and do Galactic Patrol versions of all the episodes, including the animated series. Ah, yes. Thanks, wow. Trilobite. <laughs> it's a good thing I'm. It's a good thing that, that I that I'm off work tomorrow. <laughs> for the yeah, world man. is for the world is hollow, and I have encountered the firmament. Hmm. <sighs> okay. Continuing on, he says. The, for the globe is empty, and no, sorry. There we For go. life is like a box of chocolates. <laughs> like, uh, sorry. <laughs> go ahead. He says, series tie-ins aside, this was a lot of fun to listen to. For one thing, Nikki got to play a game with exploding dice. She mm. said she wanted to, and Blind Geek provided. That was my nefarious plan. The car chase was a load of fun, as was the madcap chase through the hallway after Raspberry. The finale in the Flying Hotel also came right to life in glorious Panavision, in my mind. Everyone got a chance to shine, and I liked how elements from earlier, including the Cyber Soldier's weakness, came back into play. Shame no one made the Mind Viper connection. I think the most enjoyable... um, Well, Adam actually did kind of... uh, Or somebody did. Maybe it was Andros. It was either one of... I think it was one of you... Like in the very beginning, somebody said, "Oh, mind viper! It's probably a snake." <laughs> and then somebody else said something about mind wiping. Is it a mind wiper or a mind viper? And you, and uh, yeah. So the connection was kind of made, <laughs> <laughs> but then you kind of glossed over it and went, "Ah, oh, well." And I thought, hmm. 
Because <laughs> I had planned on it being both. Mm. Yeah. They are the vendors that need viping. <laughs> and he continues, I think the most enjoyable aspect of this was how much the players and Blind Geek enjoyed all the tie-ins with the history of the series and the many and varied in-jokes. Yes, that was a blast. That went, like, even... I, I thought it was going to be a blast, and it was, like, ten times better than even I thought it was going to be because everybody was chiming in, and it was it was fun. We have we have created our own <laughs> microcosm in the in the macrocosm of the yeah of the game. I'm not gonna. We'll have to. I I do want to. We have to make um, some sort of Galactic Patrol game. Just mm-hmm. just for the hell of it. Uh, let's see. This theme returns later on in the emails. You'll hear it again. Hmm. And, oh, oops, I didn't realize I cut him off in mid-sentence. How much the players in Blind Geek enjoyed all the tie-ins with the history of the series and the many and varied in-jokes and puns. Sorry about that. Uh, he says, thanks again for a fun year, and I look forward to the prompt appearance of Leopard Women of Venus on the Gutter Skypes, on the Gutter Skypes docket. Here, here. I'm looking forward to that as well. We'll get there. <laughs> Be afraid. Be very afraid. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Grow old and make money. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think the big the 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 Galvanian salute should be a a uh, middle finger sticking straight up. No. Why? I don't know. Instead of. Oh, it's. I figure it's one of two things. It's it, it's it's either the, if you've ever seen Dogma, the whole Buddy Christ thing, mm. with the uh, point and the thumbs up, or it's, and or it's okay. One of those I, two. I just oh. made it. I just made up the okay signs, coming slowly together in front, and then a and then a bow. Oh, that's mm-hmm. an idea. I was thinking of the sign language G. Like with both hands, but that's pretty similar to the okay. I think you just have your fingers apart instead of together. I think hmm. if memory serves, and it may not because it's been a long time since I've. I I think there may be flame wars over this. <laughs> yeah, you know how those Galactic Patrol fans get. That's They're right. crazy. They're absolutely nuts. <laughs> the geek heads. <laughs> or G-Peds, as the case may be. Excellent. I love that. G-Ped. Yes. <laughs> that from the Trilobite of Porcelain Llama Theater. Excellent. Thank you very much. And that, apparently he had, apparently he had emailed that, and it didn't make it, or it got lost in the sauce, or it went to, a, to some odd, whatever. I don't remember getting it. Honestly, I don't believe I did, but... Um, hey, he was perseverant. He sent it again. And good thing, too, because it's excellent. So, very cool. Thank you, Trilobite. Yes. Yes. Uh, all right. And uh, in the order that we were going, Andros, that makes you next. Okay, the one from, from XO4. So far, yay! yay. <laughs> okay. Ooh, dearest gutter skypes. 
My goodness, but it has been a long time since I have had the pleasure of writing to you. But I blame Adam Five for that. <laughs> as, as he should. As, as he should. Uh, I was totally going to respond to the first Doctor Who character creation episode and scarcely had begun gathering my wayward thoughts when this episode was posted. You are just putting the episodes out way too much frequency, Adam Five. <laughs> I, I, what, what? <laughs> I think he's saying you're a radio broadcast. Uh, no, he says you're making them too frequently. Um, yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> They're just coming out fast and furious one after the other. Can't keep up. I know the feeling. What? <laughs> Sorry. Um, I don't know. Do you usually wait and post three in one week? I, I space them two weeks apart usually, but um, there was a while that, well, we were a month gone. There yeah. was a while there were when an episode didn't go out go up for like five weeks. I think a lot of people thought we pot faded or some crap like that, but uh, it really was just a question of not having material in real life and not actually, in some cases, having the material and not having the time to get it edited, but... Uh, Hey, if he thinks they're coming out too frequently, good. That's fine. Keep thinking that. <laughs> I can live with that. Okay. Um, we, well, I, are, well, am, not able to keep up with you. <laughs> We're sorry. I hope you do better. Uh, so I guess I'll just have to put some of those comments into this email and call it even. There you go. Okay. Uh, Nikki and Adam5, I really love the way, possibly through skillful editing, you trade off back and forth, providing audio joy while the other person is reading and writing and figuring things out. <laughs> I, I think you're just a natural for that, right? I think it's called not knowing how to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am a natural for that. <laughs> Good. Yeah, just keep saying that to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever okay. works. Yeah, okay. It was very clever and made the episode fun and informative. Ooh, cool. Uh, but the gutter skypes are the types of people that you can just point microphones at and come out with gold. I repeat, this is how you get read on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, uh, he says. I bet Rumpelstiltskin envies that talent. <laughs> he, it's either the talent or the stats that uh, the stats that some of us come up with for characters. Mm. Uh, so he's, for Nikki, I love your Jeremy Vanquish character. He is pure Nikki brilliance and a hoot and a half. But his fans, uh, hoot and a half. But his fanzine. Oh, every time I hear the name. Ganymede nosedive. All I can picture is the space truckers from Heavy Metal. <laughs> uh, that's appropriate. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I pictured Jeremy purple with a trucker's cap, poorly fitting t shirt, and elephantine nose. Mm. I don't think that's what you had in mind. No. <laughs> but, yeah. understandable. I think he looks a little bit more like Cowboy Bebop, actually. 
that's uh, that uh, hearing yeah hearing heavy metal just sent me um decades back and I'll sit there for a while while you continue okay <laughs> uh during one of the two episodes you all were discussing the possibility of a female doctor I thought time lords could easily change their gender when Romina was regenerating and trying on bodies uh didn't she come out as the doctor once yeah pretty sure she did not exactly uh, oh uh, she she was wearing the doctor's clothes once. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, coat and the and the, and the scarf, and she had the hat o- on over her yeah. face. But I think she did come out as male at least once. I'll have to see if I can find that episode somewhere then, because I'm. I don't know. Anyway, that's. Yeah, it's not like the curse of fatal death. Right. <laughs> Which was still great. Fun. Yeah. Uh, I thought I remembered something like that, but it's been more than generations since I've seen the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so it could be wishful thinking. Um, yeah. Yeah, that, that was an early 80s Tom Baker episode, so that's probably right. God, I feel old. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm still back there uh, <laughs> enjoying my first viewing of Heavy Metal. Oh. Mm-hmm. Wow, I still have hair. Holy crap, there's still hair up on my head. Wow. <laughs> Memory lane. Yep. Um, so, wow, how surreal is it to be in the middle of writing enthusiastic listener mail to a podcast and suddenly get interrupted by the star of the podcast? Weird, but cool. But that's not why I'm really writing. Just as an aside to show I am close uh, personal friends with podcast royalty or something. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. That just brought me back to the present. Yeah. <laughs> all, the, all the heavy metal just went away. Wow. Look, at, there's so much less hair up on my head here. Oh. So he says, no, 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 not name. Don't do it. <laughs> That's exactly what the Mayans are writing us, warning us about. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. Uh, so just what makes Blind, Censored, Geek, So, Redacted, special? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Every what? single other player, even Nikki, happily described their characters, backgrounds, traits, skills, the whole shebang, but Mr. <laughs> Blind, expletive deleted geek, gets to tra-la-la, leave us all wondering who his character is and what his character brings to the table. No background, no WWPHHITM. Oh, who would play him in the movie? <laughs> ah, uh, no skills, no traits. Uh, from what I can tell from the voice, he is just a later in time version of Dr. Rumpole of the Valley. Rumpole of the Valley? No, if you watch the show, you would know, <laughs> sir. Listen to the show. He shot no, paintballs no, at a watch. Dalek. <laughs> if you watched the it's Doctor awesome. Who series, you would know who I was playing because we—it's yeah. discussed. Ah, 
Donna's Donna's father, Donna's grandfather. Wait a minute. Grandfather. Donna's grandfather. Donna's grandfather. Right. Yeah. However, in all fairness to Zophor, I don't want to be fair to Zophor. I... <laughs> <laughs> Not, not at this point. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, he did. Uh, he did redact and expletive delete and censor. That's right. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I didn't I think have all a fairness full... privileges for Zofor have been temporarily at least revoked. <laughs> at least until the end of the next sentence. That's right. Mm. But he got a good chunk of them back when he said Doctor Rumpole the Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I I. I got I got more of what his what your character was about from the first couple of exchanges you had in in uh, in gameplay that I probably would have of, of describing who he was or what he did in the show or anything like that. So so uh, and besides that, you had gone into some descriptions of other possibilities of characters that were every bit as entertaining. Yeah. So um, you you did uh, you ended up with a pregen that was that's probably going to work out quite well hmm. um and uh, it's it's saved a uh, saved a lot of time and energy and is still going to make for a very fun character but yeah. i think so far is just playing the bass drum with us and having a good time <laughs> oh i think so i'm just <laughs> 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 well, okay so exo4 continues uh i am actually totally stoked about this game though because I have fond nostalgia for Doctor Who, and I can't wait to see what Mark Kenny's inimitable brain does with the universe. Between him and the Gutter Skypes characters, this is going to be a wonderful ride. That's right. So thank you for your time and attention, and for sharing the fun. XO4. Thank okay. you. Thank you, XO4. Thank you, I, XO4. And I, can't I was either. just kidding right back at you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Well, it's going to be a ride, but there ain't going to be any tracks. <laughs> it's going or to be. Or if there are, uh, we'll make short work of them real quick. Indeed. <laughs> Do we have dynamite this time? I thought Ooh. we might. We might uh, have nitro nine. Oh <laughs> wow! Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of running. <laughs> Yeah. No, if the if the if the fuse is quite right or not. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Experimentation then. <laughs> yeah. Ace, we're going to have to have a talk about acceptable safety standards. <laughs> Ace, toss me that can of nitro night you don't have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see the better Janus Thorns. I love Ace. Janus. Oh, the Janus Thorns. The yes. Janus Thorns. Yes. I will be honest and say right here and right now unabashedly that if Ace had been included as one of the pregens of this game, I would have, I would have uh, probably played her. Oh, that uh, but been... I didn't. I didn't think to check because I, I'm sure just like we found Wilt, they probably would have had her they posted. Have, 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 have her started up. I, I almost guarantee that they do. Yeah, and I, it's in still... retrospect, I kind of wish I thought of that because that <laughs> she is such a fun character. Oh well. Any I, companion that knows how to fire anti-tank rockets is awesome. In, in, that's right. In, in my book, so yes, and useful. Yes, I'm um, owing to my my intense and thorough um, uh, ignorance and and the hole in my knowledge where Doctor Who should be. 
Can someone tell me what Janus thorns are or do? Oh, Doctor Who had a had, had a companion at one time. Uh, what was her name? Leela? Was it Leela? Yeah, Leela. Yeah. Who came from a very primitive society, and she had these Janus thorns, which were like poisonous uh, thorns, and she would just run around killing people. <laughs> okay. So the doctor had to remind her that it's not always appropriate to go around killing people. <laughs> yeah. It's. <laughs> <laughs> you don't run around killing people, and you don't use that knife. <laughs> she was one of the most violent Doctor Who companions I think they ever had. <laughs> yeah, she was up I, there. I liked her too. Funnily enough, I'm just a yeah. violent, violent she, guy. She ran around in like a little Raquel Welch uh, twenty thousand BC outfits. Hmm. One more, hey. guy. Yeah, which just made it really funny. Like in in episodes like in the uh, Talons of of Wing Chiang, where she had to to, to wear this Victorian garb, and mm. that, that, that was just that just looked so wrong somehow. <laughs> A prehistoric femme fatale. Mm. Excellent. All right. Um, okay, so thank you very, very much, Zofor. And, uh, and I'm going to... Oh, it's me. Mm-hmm. Next up. All right. Uh, from, from Lars Thorson. And I can say Lars Thorson because, uh, he's posted somewhere. I think it's... It's either... It's one of the social media things where his full name is on display, so I don't worry about... Uh, I don't worry about that. When I see it there, I realize it's okay. Lars Sorsen. Hello, Gutter Skypes. And thank you. Thank you for recording and uploading not just this episode, but every episode. You help make the drudgery of daily toil that important bit more tolerable. I have something of a confession to make, or maybe a bit of a a confusion to clear up. I'm the one who sent Geek Radio Daily those clips from this and the other wonderful show. I did it because they were funny and I wanted to share. Hope you can forgive me for taking so long at clearing the confusion up and that uh, Blind Geek isn't too disappointed. Very best regards, Lars Thorson. Blind Geek, have we got you back? Oh, bummer. (laughs) You know, I never did figure out which episode those showed up in. Which ones he pulled them from? No, no, no. Which episode of Geek Radio Daily they showed up in? Oh, wait. There was more than just the one. I only know of the of the one. Um, I and and it was quite a surprise when I heard it too. I I heard Mark Kinney say, "All your bases are belong to us." And I, what? <laughs> what? That's, that's, I know where that's from. Wait a minute. <laughs> Well, I, hey, no problem. Yeah. Do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Take whatever you want from any of the episodes that you like, and uh, and uh, send them to send them to uh, libraries and in, in, in um, remote parts of the world, podcasts, 
broadcast them if you have the capability into outer space at uh, specific stars, whatever you want to do. <laughs> yeah, after, after three or four years of doing this, we ought to have lots of good quotes. That's uh, yeah. one would think. But uh, And thank you very, very much for, for doing that, for sending them to Ge- uh, Geek Radio Daily. Um, it makes my week. So so yes, you have ma- you have made many people happy, uh, and and thank you for writing in. Thank you very much for emailing the gutter skypes, Lars yes. Thorson. Great, awesome. Uh, and we're back around to Mr. K. There we go. Yep, this is from Omega twenty five fifty, and he says, "Hi guys, just Hi. heard your podcast fifty nine and heard you talk about audio comics." There is a site called the Legion of, of Substitute Podcasters at legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com who love DC Comics' Legion of Superheroes titles. They have on many of their shows read or para-read a number of issues from the many Legion titles. The site takes a little to get used to because, like all podcasts, they tend to go off-topic. They also pick and choose a set number of issues from each Legion series. Like I said, the site takes a little to get used to. But all in all, I like the podcast. One more added fact, they have gotten interviews with some well-known DC Comics writers and artists as well. They've just done their 186th show as of May 1st of 2012. Hmm. They even read my Stump the Subs question I sent them. This is Omega2550 signing off. Or is it? (laughs) 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 Or... Uh, okay. Now, now, spoilers. <laughs> so I, 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 I'm trying to remember episode. I can't remember episode. I don't know numbers. Uh, episode fifty nine. It was a long time ago. Whatever. It was a while ago. Yeah. So some mention must have been made of the fact that comic books, um, or at least uh, audio versions of comic books, are few and far between or non-existent. Yeah. I think it was. It was probably. It was me. I was. I was lamenting the fact that there's. Any number of ways a blind person can read a printed novel, but when it comes to comic books, we're pretty much um, out of the loop for the most part. And I say that not as a poor me kind of thing. I'm just putting it out there because I would love to do something about it, but I don't know necessarily what. There have been some efforts made. I know there was an audio comic version of the of uh, the feedback comic, Feedback being the guy who won the first So You Want to Be a Superhero uh, show. Yeah. Um, But other than that, I don't know of any... I know Graphic Audio has done some adaptations of DC Comics um, like big event stories like 52 and Mm. stuff like that that were made into novels and then they adapt the novel into Graphic Audio, but they don't do the comics themselves and I thought that would be I mean that would be really cool it would just take a comic book and adapt it for audio and it would probably be a maybe 10 minutes tops thing unless it was like a graphic novel or something hmm. you could just sell them for 5 bucks or 10 bucks or whatever well apparently there's some folks that have gotten at least a little have dipped a toe into it anyway yeah. if yeah. not uh, if not done whole whole uh whole uh, comic books but legion of substitute podcasters.com is the uh, mm-hmm. is the, that is the link that he sends and that of course will be in the show notes and uh, wow 186 show they've been at it for a while 
Yeah. So uh, there, there's probably a good uh, <clears throat> good catalog of stuff to listen to if you find that you like what you're hearing. Thank you very, very much, Omega2550. And thank you for writing in. I don't believe we've heard from Omega yet, and here we have. Yeah. And he has sent another one. Hence my, or is it, comment. Or is it? Ah, that's right. <laughs> now it all makes sense. It's right. It all comes together. Uh, Mark, do you want to take this one since it's from the same guy, or do you want me to take it? I can go either way with that. If you want me to, to take it, we can. It's the last one, I think. Mm, oh, it is, yeah. Oh. It is. Um, up, up to you. It's pretty long, so go ahead and take it. <laughs> All right. Also well, from cool. Omega2550. Hi guys, I'm currently listening to your Sex Lies and Ultra Spies, and I think you should make an ad hoc uh, Galactic Patrol RPG game podcast. Game slash podcast. So do we. Hmm. Yeah, let's, I don't know, we, we, we talked about that a little bit. But, uh, In our copious uh, spare time, we'll do just that. From, yeah. <laughs> we'll do just that. Other than the hour plus forum readings, I'm, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> loving it. Sorry. <laughs> hey, you know, whatever. I still I still can't believe that the group didn't tumble to your introducing the Jaws character at the GP convention. Now, see, I thought we did. I thought we, I, I, we may not have, have said, holy shit, that's Jaws. But, you know, that's... I, I, think, I think I was just too scared to have him notice me. <laughs> I... You know what? Maybe it wasn't that I thought it was the Jaws character. Maybe I thought it was a cyber somebody or other, a hyped up a cyber soldier. Cyber soldier. Well, he eventually uh, was. Yeah. He eventually yeah. was a hyper. Hi, in fact, his character name on the sheet is Cyber Jaws. But Cyber Jaws. <laughs> but yeah, he he, um, yeah he he did get. They met him before, in the in the uh, sign, book sign in the signing area. The dealer's room. God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I didn't think I. I don't think I put it, put it together. I don't think I'm, I recognize the Jaws character. Okay, sorry. I also wonder what names you would have come up with for the actors who played Sulu and and Chekhov. I'm also afraid to ask what names you would have come up with to replace Sulu and Chekhov. <laughs> <laughs> I can come up with Hulu for Sulu and Whiteout for for Chekhov. <laughs> I, li- I like Whiteout. That's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I might. I probably would have gone the easy way and said, well, "My wife is uh, going through her medical classes, and every week she has huh. a checkoff that she has to perform." Uh, mm-hmm. So, because every time she says it, I don't do it out loud, but in my mind, I'm thinking some stupid Pavel pun, yeah. I probably would have gone with that if I was going to just because yeah. or the, check uh, on yeah exactly, oh that yeah, I might have gone that route as well that's good I am <laughs> Pavlov checklist oh yes that's good <laughs> yeah. that's good Pavlov. wait, Pavlov what? checklist oh <laughs> Pavlov checklist. I was thinking. I was thinking. Check on Alameda. 
Pavlov checklist. For the nuclear weapons. Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. Too much mileage in that whole idea. Sorry, there's just too much mileage in this whole Galactic Patrol crossover thing. <laughs> I'm seeing audio drama potential actually. Hmm. <laughs> Somebody, go ahead. We still have have have, have the, the notes on, on on all the character names and stuff, right? Oh yeah. We must work on this anyway. Yeah, don't lose any of that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and as in fact, he says here, I do hope you try at least once to do a Skype podcast based on the Galactic Patrol I- idea. It could be done as a Skype podcast parody. This is Omega twenty five fifty signing off. Die young. Uh, parenthesis. See live long and 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 prosper. Parentheses. Okay. <laughs> I guess he didn't like grow old and make money. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Well, if we did a parody, how would we know? Exactly. <laughs> it's, oh, it's a parody of what? <laughs> Parody of Galactic. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good point. How the hell would we know if we did a parody? <laughs> thank you, thank you very much, Omega Twenty Five Fifty. Another, you know, this is another person that has written in, and we haven't heard from before, and would love to hear uh, from more folks out there that have been uh, letting, that have been letting, a loyal and regular fans carry the ball and do all the work. We're never going to get tired of hearing from uh, from the regulars because uh, uh, we love it. But uh, why why make them do it all? Write in if you haven't written in. Like the new blood. Blah, yeah, like to hear from other folks and see what you think and stuff like that. Yes. Case in point, the folks we heard from tonight that we never heard from before. Mm-hmm. So cool. Wow. Okay. Good. I feel better. <laughs> I would like yeah. to, I would like for this to happen again. Sadly, people are going to hear the you know hear their emails read like uh, I don't know their children will have graduated grammar school and gone off to be in their first swim meet or something, and they'll remember vaguely you know the week that they were being the, the week that the they were waiting to be born. They had written a letter to the gutter skypes and. <laughs> It's now finally some being podcast. read. Some podcast sometime a long time ago. Well, we get we get to them. We we yeah. you know. It's all a question of timing, real life, and all the rest of the stuff that goes on. But thank yep. you. Damn that real life. <laughs> it's overrated. Yeah. Mm, well, right. we finished the mail. And I gotta feed. I'm getting looks from Zeke because it's time for his. Uh, Ooh, it's 15 minutes visit. past five. Yeah, yeah so go ahead and do that. I don't know. Okay. Do we? Are we? We can take a bio break time. That's good. Bio break is good. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna come back and banter some more, or are we calling it? Uh, I don't know. I I wouldn't mind uh, gabbing for a while. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Then I'll be right back. The. May 2012 Fiasco playset. Hmm. Salem is, is, is Salem 19, or, or uh, 1692. 
scary. <laughs> even without even without the fiasco rules, that has yeah, that's... <laughs> nasty tragedy written all over it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're already in an ultra paranoid environment. What could possibly go wrong? Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, what, that sounds familiar. Didn't that already come out? No. I must I mean, be thinking of something um, else. Well, I mean, the, 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 there's a sort of a, a theme of location year stuff that's been running around. Like, you've got, you've got London 1593, you've got Dallas 1963, okay. you've got um, the, the 1913 New York, and so on like, like that. So hmm. there have been numerous ones with that kind of name thing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's... Is there the uh, new one? There's usually a boilerplate paragraph that describes it, or... Yeah, uh, after the new year dawned on 1692, strange afflictions had beset many of the young girls in Salem. Thought to be the precocious nonsense of children, they now suffer episodes of violence and terrifying abuse at the hands of unseen forces. Their forbidden games have brought this onslaught. And they have learned that the, and they have learned them at the hands of their very neighbors and, and, and servants. Inevitable accusations have now followed. As young as five to as old as eighty, no resident of Salem Village or the surrounding township, good Christians or no, young or old, are safe from the witch hunt. Sixteen ninety two will be a year of misery and death for all of Salem Village. Truly, spells and stories are not simple children's games. So Okay. I think even we would be challenged to make that funny. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I think even the gutter skites would have a hard time making that um, a, a rollicking, uh, <laughs> rollicking good time for all. Wow, that's dark. Yeah. It's like the Crucible without five acts. It's just whatever's going to happen mm-hmm. happens. Yeah. Gruesome. So this place where I work mm-hmm. sells um it sells kitchen cabinets and bathroom vanities and doors. Yeah. And one of the things that I've been trying to do is is get is get into the social media stuff that's supposed to connect businesses you know, basically, you're a business, you're supposed to make use of social media, use Facebook, use Twitter, blah, blah, blah. But you can't, every time you go on Facebook or Twitter or anything like that, say, hey, guess what we have to sell you? Because that's not social. Uh-huh. And people don't stay interested in stuff like that. Then the advice that I've been reading all over the place is, you're supposed to post links to things that people would find interesting. Unfortunately... I find things interesting that a lot of other people don't. (laughs) And I keep trying to connect it to something to do with the kitchen, something to do with the bathroom, or something to do with doors. Mm -hmm. And I'm finding all kinds of wacky crap out there that has to do with all of it. And I found this one thing that, that was... It was a news story in 2010... But they found a door in Zurich, Switzerland, 
or what would become Zurich, Switzerland, mm-hmm. but the door is 5,000 years old. Wow. It was, it was, uh, uh, it was in, I think it was poplar. It was very obviously a door assembled together with, uh, with bits and pieces slatted together and had hinges. Mm-hmm. And this, and the, it was, it was used as the base for, for, uh, for, um, some kind of a stilt settlement, some kind of, of uh, uh, huts on stilts because they needed to get higher off the lake or something, mm-hmm. and they needed something to put underneath one of their wooden, th- whatever. It got preserved perfectly, and is, it, it, it was from three, from 3053 B.C. Wow. A frickin' door. I find stuff like that just really, really interesting. And then I found one other thing that was really, really appalling when I went up, when I went looking for weird bathroom stuff. And I thought, what what uh, what was the most expensive bathtub ever made? Mm-hmm. And it was this solid. It was a eight-ton solid crystal rock. Uh sliced in half that had a bathtub carved out of the middle of it and somebody paid 850 freaking thousand dollars for this Did bathtub. Did they say who? It didn't give a name. Ah. Eight, nearly a million dollars. Did they say when? For a bathtub a couple of years ago. Oh, that recently. Yeah. Yeah, apparently the company still exists that designs and makes these things. You know, they're, they're, it's always designed by some trendy artist uh, whose name you're going to forget two minutes after you hear it, but who yeah. can probably buy a country. Mm-hmm. How the hell? Who the hell has nearly a million dollars to pay for a bathtub because it's carved out of one big piece of crystal? I mean, besides Blind Geek. <laughs> the Sultan of of Brunei, uh, Bill Gates, um. any one of the construction <laughs> magnates of QA, of uh, of Dubai, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing a um, um, a series of pictures one time, and um, they uh, the caption was like, "Can you tell which of these?" Uh, rooms is in a building owned by Saddam Hussein when he was uh, president of Iraq or Donald Trump. Did any of them match up? Uh, (laughs) They they were equally opulent. So it was a trick question, though, because they were both owned by Donald Trump. Uh, Oh, okay. (laughs) I remember seeing some of the stuff that they were well, whatever they were broadcasting, I don't know whether it was true or not, but interior shots of compounds, and there was that one poster by uh, oh, one of the apprentice painters of Boris Vallejo. I forget her name. Julie Bell? That's got to be it, yeah. One of her posters. <laughs> In one of the bedrooms up there. Apparently the, uh, the whole... Uh, uh, Bondage, sadomasochism aspect of uh, mm-hmm. some fantasy characters. 
being attacked by monsters or crap like that. That must appeal or must have appealed. Or it was all bullshit and somebody just put it on the wall and said, here, take a picture of this. I don't know. That was a totally wasted joke because Blind Geek wasn't here. (laughs) I keep waiting for a reaction and he didn't hear it. I thought we had him back by, by now. Oh, well. That's okay. He'll get to hear it. <laughs> he can yeah. comment later. Yeah. See what you missed? Ha <laughs> ha. And we're not going to tell you. You're going to have to wait and listen. Yep. I did find one other thing uh, about doors, which was really kind of strange, but has Make a Game Out of Me written all over it. Huh. There's apparently uh, a... Um, I don't know whether you, whether it should be called a fad, a trend, a social event that takes a long time to happen. There's these things that in Ann Arbor, Michigan, called fairy doors. Huh. Um, it's you can if, if you you can probably find any number of references to them in different blogs and photos and pictures and stuff. Uh, miniature doors that were well one of them was first discovered in a house that was being renovated it was just just tiny little tiny little door in the wainscot mm-hmm. um where if you opened it up there was a room inside and it was like okay somebody was into dollhouse miniatures or something and made a little door for the fairies or something but then people started finding them all over the city hmm. in different spots and some were being made on purpose put next to other doors and some and, and it's just it's scattered all over the city and they're different sizes and styles and some are outrageously elaborate where if you open them up you get this room and some are just like slabs of wood that are stuck against the building and don't do anything they just look like a door mm-hmm. but nobody uh, in the article that I read and I, I didn't go heavily into it but nobody um, except for a few people that admit you know that they put it up precisely to to continue the trend. Um, knows where the original uh, first five or six were, were. How they got there? Who did them? You know, it's one of those works of art done and they left behind. Mm. And some of them opened up into rooms and passages and tunnels that were actually lit. So that might be. Uh, it seems to me that would be a, a, a great thing to find out why or how they actually got there what they're doing there and why Ann Arbor, Michigan and no place else (laughs) strange and and if I link to that probably going to get word from somebody saying why did you link to that that's got nothing to do with what we sell or (laughs) not (laughs) you missed so much (laughs) You missed me going on and on and on. Aren't you disappointed now? <laughs> There's a Wikipedia article up, uh, about it. There's an and 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 uh, NPR link when I actually search for these things about those. Oh, there's an NPR the fairy door thing. Yeah. Oh, cool. I didn't see that one. Uh, do a search for Ann Arbor fairy door, and it's the like third re- re- result that you get. Cool. Fairy door. Fairy door. Fairy doors of Ann Arbor, Michigan. Hmm. Strange stuff. 
Cool. Yes, indeed. A door through which fairies come. And one made specifically for a goblin. Or goblins. Because it's only fair. But that supposedly was a joke, but, uh, you know. (laughs) Down, down to goblin town, down, down to goblin town. (laughs) I missed... Wait a minute. Oh, no, I didn't. Okay, good. You missed... I thought oh, I missed no. an email because I was remembering something. Somebody was Ooh. talking about vo- uh, uh, voice acting and characterization, and um, I just I I kept. <laughs> it was in the forums. I remember reading it in the forums, and I kept thinking, "Yeah, yeah, I gotta say, Blind Geek wins hands down. If only for <laughs> Tuppence, Tuppence a bag." <laughs> <laughs> um, but I thought it was in an email, and it was not in an email. It was in a forum post. The Wikipedia page has pictures. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's doors. probably where I saw some of them. That's probably where I saw some of them. A wild thing. It's just, you know, one of those weird things that just, you know, strange, strange shit people do. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Gotta find a karaoke of that song. <sighs> yes, you do. <laughs> and then email it to William Shatner and see if he has a sense of humor about it. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you the answer to that right now. <laughs> <laughs> you almost figure he's gotta. I mean, there is no way. Yeah. I mean... well, yeah. Oh, what he's got is a been there, done that for, <laughs> I don't know, 30 or 40 years. What must that be like? I mean, I wonder he what seemed to have, like. to, to have fun with with his roast, after all. So. Mm. <laughs> well, and in, in, in fairness, it's not really making fun of him so much as it's it's showing... Okay, I guess in a way it kind of is, but... but, but <laughs> <laughs> It's showing an appreciation for his style of of delivery. Yeah. <laughs> I highly recommend uh, the Nostalgia Critic, uh, which you can find at thatguywiththeglasses.com, his review <laughs> of the Star Trek The Motion Picture, the very first one. Mm. <laughs> he doesn't so much go after Shatner as uh, the Captain Kirk character. Mm-hmm. Do you know I have I should remedy this in fact maybe I'll do it tonight because my wife is going to be in class and I'll have time to watch a movie I have the six Star Trek original series movies all on Blu-ray and I've yet I've watched all of them except for Star Trek motion picture before that I had it on DVD and I think I watched it once and it wasn't even watching the movie so much as listening to the commentary tracks Mm -hmm. that that came with I really need to to revisit that at least once just it's not a horrible horrible movie it's just not very badly uh, it's just a very badly paced one yeah, yeah it's very slow in places yeah i think they saved money on an, on not uh, hiring an editor 
<laughs> Basically, we haven't got an editor. Well, don't edit any of it. Keep it all in. We, we need to make sure we showcase every loving effects shot of the Enterprise at every angle that it was shot at. Yeah, he goes into see, that. Yeah, we <laughs> need to have, when they're going from the Enterprise to V'ger, we have to show every second of their of the trip in those spacesuits. <laughs> over there. That's, yeah. I don't want it on the screen for four seconds. You know how much that model cost? <laughs> <laughs> well, the problem is if they if they had edited it down to the length that it should have been, it probably would have been about about the length of an episode. And oddly uh, uh, enough, that's where they got it from originally. Because it yeah. was going to be part of Star Trek Phase 2. Oh, that's right. Yes, it was. Uh, I thought it was... But they took it from the Nomad episode, right? Well, I mean, it's 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 very similar to 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 that, but it was going to be an episode of a new Star Trek series using the the original cast, and when the episode was going to be called called In Thine Image. Oh, wow! I didn't know that. Yeah. Do you know? Oh, sorry. Go. Go ahead. I, 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 you know, there, there's there's another movie that suffers from similar bloating and I'm not sure why and I thought it was just me and then I and then my wife Mrs. Blind Geek saw the movie and said exactly the same thing that I said without having any prior knowledge of my opinion mm. and that movie is Lost in Space I don't, oh yeah I don't it's know how so a movie <laughs> that has so much action can be so fucking boring it drags I have mm. I bought the DVD because at the time when it came out, it was like any DVD that had good sound, I was pretty much picking up because I, I like to show off my... And so I got it for the first ten minutes of the movie. Yeah. Or maybe not even that, maybe the first five. And and because there's a cool dogfight sequence where the, the their facility is attacked by raiders and it's where they introduce the Matt LeBlanc. Anyway, the point being... Every time I try and watch that movie, I just get bored, and I can't, it's it's full of action, it's full of stuff happening, but for some reason, it's just boring, and I can't figure out why. It's been so long since I've seen it that I can't really comment on that. It's. <laughs> I'm hunting a link right now. I can't. <laughs> It's probably telling that I haven't seen it. So, I mean, I, I I saw it in the theater, and that is the last time I looked at it. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, it's it's not. But I mean, they've got the characterizations fairly well down, except for Matt mm-hmm. LeBlanc's acting, which well. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but I mean, the char- Doctor Smith is is Doctor Smith. If you if you don't like Doctor Smith in the TV series, you're not going to like him in the movie because it's basically yeah. so they got all that down. Well, he's he's actually kind of kind of worse in the the yeah. in the the in the movie, but still, it's, he's, he's more he's more like scary. in the pilot. Yeah, he's yeah. He, it's Gary Oldman though. I mean, of yeah. of of course, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's just I think part of it feels very cobbled together, even though they do connect all the different storylines that occur loosely they, they but still it just Eric yes this is for you here <laughs> we go I just sent it through the oh thing. he has one of that one he did one too and he's it's it's extremely funny 
it's extremely funny. This is one of those guys that uh, that gives people his take on films from. He usually tries to make it prior to the year 2000. Goes for all the classics: Red Sonja, Conan, Star all the Star Treks. I mentioned this last time we were we got together, but uh, I've been watching them, and it, he's good enough at it that enough people actually wait for his his uh, commentary to come out. <laughs> that he can sell ads. He's now making a living doing this. Wow. I love when stuff like that happens. That's just, yeah. that's great. That's great. Let's see. I should probably wait to hear this until after we're done so that it's not interfering. Oh, yeah. With... Yeah, it's, it goes on for a while. He, they're, they're like, they're, they're a half an hour long. Oh, okay. They're a half an hour long, so, you know. I, I will bookmark that. <clears throat> he's, he he's... does cool as ice. Awesome. <laughs> he's got, he's, if you look down the list, it's like... All the, I mean, Mortal Kombat, um, Casper, uh, cartoons, commercials. It's just like he's been at it for uh, a good while. He's got 200 shows out, more than oh, 200 wow. shows out. Good lord! And, and uh, it's it's a hell of a <laughs> it's a hell of a list. Lord of the Rings animated versus Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. wonderful! The two, oh God! The two yeah. most recent <laughs> ones that I've seen. Were, uh, uh, one of them ended with him going to the Home Depot, buying a crowbar, and coming back home and <laughs> spending a good 45 to 60 seconds smashing the DVD <laughs> to the, <laughs> to the wow. carpet until he's exhausted. <laughs> now, can you subscribe to this guy's stuff, or does it have to be through? Is it through YouTube or something? Uh, he's he's seen he's they're all over YouTube. This particular thing is is uh, his actual site. Okay. So he's hosted. Th these are all hosted on his site uh, themselves, and I guess you can subscribe. The Godzilla. Yeah, he does mm -hmm. that one too. Oh god! Oh wait, no, I'm thinking of the 2000. What was the 1998 one? That was the one with Matthew Broderick. Oh, that was the one with Matthew Broderick. Okay. Yeah. It was 2000 for some reason. Yeah, that was that was another one that I, I didn't buy it, but I could have bought it for great sound. But the movie itself is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, isn't it true that Raymond Burr wasn't actually in the original Godzilla movie? They just inserted scenes with him for the American release? Basically, yeah. Wow. I know, it seemed to fit, didn't it? Well, if you do it skillfully enough, yeah, but it's, I mean, it's... I think I was probably young enough. The last time I actually saw Godzilla... I was probably too young to even realize that anything like that would happen. <laughs> he does Dungeons and Dragons too. He did one on. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, God. I'm somewhat reconciled to that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's, after, after the shock's worn away, it's not too bad. Yeah, I mean, it's it has a sense of fun to it. Mm -hmm. Even if even if there are some serious issues with it in in other areas, like that one character, the one I character, can't remember, I can't remember the character's name that everyone hates. I just hope Jeremy Irons did something really fun with the with the money he got. Oh, he looked like he was having so much fun though. That, yeah. That's true. <laughs> oh God, it's just. How, well, how many parts can you so outrageously overact? Yeah. 
Oh, I think maybe you should look at that one first. Actually, all well, I I've, did... I've been meaning to do a... Uh, to get together a... Uh, you all have, have have heard of of riff tracks, right? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they have a thing where you can make your own and, and and sell them through the site. I've been thinking about doing one for the Dungeons & Dragons movie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Scary stuff. Yep. I'm putting... Uh... I realized all I did was that I put the link to Just Lost in Space. This is the entire list of everything that he's got. It's <laughs> that's that's going in the show notes big time. And that that's like every night for a week I could watch these and just like eat them like popcorn. <laughs> oh, he actually covers all of the odd numbered yes track movies i i <laughs> yeah. see here uh-huh. motion picture search, search for spock final frontier generations and insurrection mm-hmm. wow oh, now see i like search for spock i think i mean well, of those was, yeah and of those that were mentioned i think that one's the best probably and i even i, I would put in insurrection maybe a a uh, a like close second because I liked how, what they did with it. It was it was a big a a large sized episode basically, but it actually had the what Trek is supposed to be in it. I yeah. thought. Yeah, I liked I liked it a lot more than other people did. I think, yeah. but I think part of what people don't like is that it's basically a big budget episode, and I think people were more wanting things what like. Is- Star Trek 2 or whatever. Or Nemesis? Or Nemesis. Although then they got <laughs> Nemesis and they bitched. So, you know, there's just no and, pleasing. And, and that was the one that actually broke the whole thing because because that was the one after Insurrection, right? Yep. So that that, that was an even Trek and it sucked. <laughs> yeah, I... I guess I'm easy. I didn't mind it as much as a lot of people did. I thought there were certain elements of it that I could have done without, but for the most part, I enjoy it. I mean, I like the fact that they rammed the Enterprise into the other ship. And well, that, that was, was awesome. That, the, the, yeah. the whole fight at the end was awesome. I mean, yeah, that, it's I like, got some bits to it. And I, I like the way Data... Spoiler alert for a movie that came out in 2002! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like the way Data died. I thought that was well done. Yeah. I... I Sure, some people wanted a more dramatic scene, but I think it kind of worked because it didn't have that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but, but they were promising a like con type villain for Picard here, and they had all sorts of possibilities dealing with the with the Romulans with that. I mean, you you could have involved involved Sela somehow, or there, there's what kinds of other things you could do there, and yeah. we get. And we we get Mr. Clone and the Batman. <laughs> See, I kind of like the clone. I like the clone thing, but the thing I didn't like was the whole B four subplot. Yeah. I thought that was lame. Yeah, that was kind of like the, 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 the whole my, my whole problem with the whole thing with 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 having like have, having clone shins on was it just came out of nowhere, you know. 
con you had history even before right. the, the movies were being made. Yeah. You know, you, you know why Khan hates Kirk. Yeah. And it's, yeah, you're right. It's almost like a plot point that, that had time to age with the audience it was meant to be shown to. Yeah. Right, and it's even got the element of tragedy and sympathy with it, too. Yeah, but, yeah. But Next Gen was famous for that kind of crap. I mean, look at the whole Cardassian war with... Mm-hmm. That just came out. They, they they like to do that on Next Gen. They would just throw shit out there and just like this has always yeah. been going on. We've just never mentioned it before. <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> if you say so. Hey, it's a big universe, you know. <laughs> the Enterprise has been part of the Federation, which has been at war with the Cardassians for however many years, and nowhere did they ever think that there was any point where they would have mentioned that. They were over on the other side of the Federation, you know? Right. <laughs> the, they were on the, the, big, <laughs> the big galaxy. They were on the side of the Federation that was waiting for us to develop better latex and hypoallergenic makeup. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it might have been... Well, I don't know. I, I, I can't... I don't know if the guy looked like Picard at all. He but... actually looked very close, I oh, thought, okay. actually. Okay. So it 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 wasn't that far off looks wise. He looked like a very young Picard, possibly. Okay. So that part worked well. He looked more like Picard he looked more like Picard did than young Picard when he gets stabbed by the uh by the Nor Norsicans? That was the a Norsicans. Yeah. yeah. Human play dumb jot. <laughs> yeah, it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful life. Yep, <laughs> and that actually has me a little bit worried about the 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 next movie here because they're they're promising this whole con level villain uh, again and again and uh, again, oh you have not you don't have heard the latest history. sir oh what 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 tell me um it's not only a con level villain it's a it's con. Oh, please. <laughs> he survived the uh, Genesis effect. No, no, no. Well, well no. Well, no, this is keep the mind, this is, timeline. Right, this, so, so, they, so he's... And, and this is even earlier in the timeline than the original series was anyway, so he's still floating ar ar around space in the Botany Bay. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. This is Anything Can Happen Thursday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's yes, mirror it mirror con? Is that what you're saying? No, no. That's. No, I mean, this is this is rebooted no, Star no, Trek oh, universe right. con. Oh God, I forgot we we rebooted that way. Yeah. And I like the okay. guy. That got, I finally heard the voice of uh, of um, Cumberbuck, the guy that's. Oh, you be... you hadn't heard him yet? No. Oh, check out Sherlock. Check that's what I'm gonna out do. I, Sherlock. I, 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 he yeah. plays a minor role in Warhorse, and that's where I heard his voice finally. <laughs> and I thought, "Ooh, okay, now I can oh, see he's, he's going to be a kick-ass smog." He can. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And he's an awesome Sherlock Holmes. And he, if they make the con, if, if they're actually going to make him con, the they don't have the history there, but maybe he can pull off the the character in general. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'll but, I'll go see it. I'll put my money down. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. 
but I'm still a bit di- uh, a bit disappointed that they're actually going for the con thing rather than. In in a way, it makes sense though, because if they're reenacting the original series, uh, they want to bring back the high points, and yeah. but yeah. this gives them an opportunity to do it in a new way. Yeah, there 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 is that. If it's if 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 it's a, a redoing of a a redoing and kind of intensification of 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 space seed rather mm-hmm. than going for wrath of Khan, then maybe right. that'll work. It, it has to be, unless, unless they combine them. <laughs> well, and the thing I and the thing I saw, they did say they're not necessarily holding themselves to to what happened. happened in the episode right. space seed, which makes sense. They're, I mean, otherwise yeah. we don't need a retread. You know that. Ju- I think they pretty much showed that all bets are off when they destroyed Vulcan. Vulcan. Oh, spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Things are going to be slightly different. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Just a smidge. Oh yeah, because I don't know about you guys, but when we were watching it, I kept waiting for the, I kept waiting for the uh, reset button to be pressed. Oh, mm-hmm. and it never came, and I was like, "Wow, Vulcan is really gone." I know. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty damn impressive that they had the balls to do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, you. How do you vote? Sareka Vulcan. I don't know why. I was always I was always more interested in what the hell that crap tasted like that was on the table. Mm-hmm. The, the, <laughs> the stuff that looked like like it would be banned in every country because it was loaded with whatever kind of chemicals and made it glow like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> frightening, frightening colors on that food. It's the slight radi- levels of radioactivity that uh, give it that ambiance. Yeah, yeah, the bright blue, the the livid, the, uh, vivid pink. Perfectly safe for most humanoids, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, you're talking about so, Zarek. Makes me think. So what's I, that? It is... is... It's, it's green. green. <laughs> <laughs> it's green. <laughs> put, put some dry ice and a glow stick in it, and you got it. Yes. Ooh, concave party idea next year. Okay, follow away. Sorry. Go ahead. There you go. There, there is. I remember the first time I ever saw the first time I ever saw Patrick Stewart and said, "Holy crap, that guy is an amazing actor." What he, I, I still think to this day he should have won uh, an Emmy for this, or at the very least been nominated. Damn it. Um. Is I can't remember the name of the episode. It might just be Sarek, actually. Um, but it's it's uh, in I think the third season, and it's, it's the one where they find out Sarek has Bendai syndrome mm-hmm. or Bendy syndrome, depending on how who's pronouncing it at what point in the episode. And mm-hmm. uh, Picard and and uh, Sarek mind meld so Sarek can go down to the planet and do this negotiation that he's been preparing for forever yeah. and and so the syndrome that he has makes him it difficult for him to control his emotions and his control is slipping it's kind of a Vulcan Alzheimer's in a way and they have the scenes where they cut back to him in sickbay oh my god it's just 
I mean, some of it's just him raging, and that's to me. I mean, that's pretty easy to to act. You, you figure you mm-hmm. just yell a lot and and get and can. But then he gets into this area where he's just having. He's going from enragement to to tears to just being yeah, weak with I, all the effort of the of the emotion that he's. And it's just amazing to to watch. And it's it's, it's act it's acting like you're you're just vulnerable. It was it was very good. Yeah. I'm getting yeah. chills just thinking about it. I mean, you get it's one of those deals where you watch it and if you have any kind of sensitivity in you at all, there's a lump in your throat by the time it's done because it's just so he just makes it you forget you're watching Patrick Stewart. You're watching this guy who's trying to come to grips with mm-hmm. this torrent of of emotion that oh god. And and didn't even get a nomination, I don't think. Yeah. I recall that the uh Episode with the Cardassian torturer was uh, was very similar. Mm-hmm. I was so, gonna say, yeah, I was gonna mention that one too. I don't think I've seen that one since it first aired because I just couldn't. Yeah, <laughs> that's a hard one to watch. Exactly. Yeah. So one one of my instructors in uh, one of my instructors in college who had quite a bit of admiration for gen- generally for the kind of training that British actors go through and complete if they're you know, serious about what they're doing and they're professional. And he called it brave acting. It's like, mm. it's not the kind, he says, it's not the kind of performances, the kind of performances you get from British actors when they're getting into a character that's got a very intense situation happening. You get brave acting, you don't get the kind of acting that you usually get from American actors who aren't trained but found somewhere. You know, they happen to be the ones that make it through the sieve. Um, but what? And and I agree. I agree entirely. He put he put in an, an incredible performance uh, in both the, in both those episodes. But Mrs. Uh, Miss Mrs. I'm Mr. Auntie Ed. I might as well admit it. <laughs> she, she, a lot more people are interested in what she's doing than they're just. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. Um, and she finds all the cool stuff anyway. We're lucky enough about, I guess, 15 years ago now. Must have been, yeah, something like 15 years ago. Or whenever, when when he was on Broadway and did his one-man show of A Christmas Carol. Oh. We mm-hmm. actually, we were able to actually go and see that. And mm. it's, it's, he's phenomenal. He, yeah. He's a phenomenal performer. Yes. A real class act, and he doesn't. The cool part about it is, if you if you read anything about his, you know, backstage demeanor, he doesn't take himself seriously for a second. He just does. He's not one of those stuffy, you know, um, reclusive, uh, all important artists. He's he's not an actor. <laughs> he has a good time. He has a good time with the people he's working with, and he doesn't take himself seriously. And and he's just this. Dynamo talent, just an amazing, an amazing performer. Yeah, man. I remember I've heard, I've never seen him do it live, but I heard there's an, he did an audio book where he's, I'm sure it's probably got a lot of the same, uh, although I'm sure it's not quite as good as seeing it live, but I remember at the end where Scrooge laughs for the first time in however many years, and the way it's described, he's, he's the first person I've ever heard do the laugh. That sounded to that evoked the actual description that Charles Dickens gives, where it's it's 
his voice is hoarse from it's it's a laughter that's hoarse from lack of use, and he has and it just doesn't <laughs> sound pleasant at first until he gets till he really gets going, and and that's kind of how it's kind of that same thing like you were saying it's 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 brave acting he lets it out there, mm-hmm. it's not gonna sound nice, it's not gonna sound it's 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 I, yeah ugh good stuff man that guy is amazing they did it all. Uh, uh, the one man, the Dickens one man thing. It did it with like a table, a chair, a coat rack, or it was a table, two chairs, and a coat rack. Or uh, there was nothing on stage, you know, the bare minimum wow. of furniture on stage, and every everything that got moved, he moved and used it to whatever purpose it was going to be used for. Just really, really brilliant stuff. Would love to have, would love to see that sometime. Or would love to have. I would really love to have seen, and uh, I don't. I don't think there's anything like a video or a film of it. Or maybe there is locked up in a vault somewhere. Maybe it's in libraries. Uh, Leonard Nimoy's Vincent. Hmm. Where he play? It's a, another one of those one-man show things. Uh, where he plays uh, Theo, Vincent Van Gogh's brother. You know, I wonder if I saw that on PBS many years ago. Yeah, I think it was broadcast. It was either Bravo or PBS or, or Great Performances or something like that. Because, yeah, that rings a bell. I, I remember uh, uh, hearing a recording of it. So it existed as a television broadcast, but whether it still exists in libraries now, that's something worth checking into because uh, I remember the recording being really very moving. Mm-hmm. I think he wrote the show himself, and he was and he was trying to, you know, he was in that he was in that phase of, that the rest of them were all in. Of, you know, I literally cannot find work because I am this one character, and no one will hire me for anything else, except Invasion of the Body Snatchers. <laughs> and his Bilbo Baggins song bombed. Uh, <laughs> I like that song. <laughs> wow. He makes a, a nostalgic critic going over the uh, going over the uh, first movie, of Star Trek: The Motion Picture, mm-hmm. when he gets to the to the uh, part of the ceremony that's supposed to rid him of all emotion uh-huh. and graduate him to pure logic, and the woman, and he stops the woman before she's she's uh, putting the thing on his head, mm-hmm. and she says, "Let me have your thoughts." And he superimposes a <laughs> superimposes <laughs> a wow. This guy's good. This guy's really very good. He makes use of clips from other things or <laughs> related. Wait, he superimposes what? The Bilbo Baggins song <laughs> oh, video over over his face as she's reading his mind. <laughs> which just makes which you know the next thing she says even funnier but uh he, he doesn't just comment on stuff that he sees he he, he does audio visual commentary on it too this is really very funny um sorry direct direct reminder there <laughs> i'll have to look for that it's yeah, it's on the list there well it's one of the it's it's the, all the star trek ones are all lined up in a row he did them one after another that's somewhere in the 200s. That second link that I sent through the chat, that's the whole thats the whole list of all the stuff that he's done. Very funny guy. Extremely funny guy. 
Well, folks, I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm about ready to call it. Maybe we can call it an early night. There's plenty here yeah. to actually put up as a podcast. Sure. Yeah. And we didn't, uh, we didn't uh, absolutely positively need to go until ten. And I wouldn't worry even for a second about, um, about not getting a game up tonight because what the hell? It's still fun just to get together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and this. Uh, it, it gives me something to edit, gives Nikki something to listen to that she won't know what's going on because she wasn't here. So it's new entertainment for her. And Must be nice for that to happen to someone. <laughs> <laughs> Are you I, disappointed that you didn't get to... Uh, I, I give you a six-week window. Did it bother you that you didn't get to hear it? And you... Is it one of those things that you're going to remember for a while? Well, welcome to work. It's been a while since we dragged that one out. Yeah. yeah now, I know that we had at least briefly discussed bef- before that uh, the, the possibility of maybe getting as many of us together as we can and maybe having a like guest on as, mm-hmm. as, as, as well for a fiasco game or something. Do we want to try that or... Or we just we do do we do we just want to want to want to call it for two weeks from now too and get back on the wagon when we when when we do what do y'all want to do? Hmm. I'm good yeah, either way. I think. The silence you hear is because for me and Adam, this is a moot question. <laughs> True. Oh. To talk to, 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 to Nikki, who isn't here now. So I guess I will send out emails at some point here, and I will I'm, and I will bug certain people and see if I can get them to join us. Hmm. Okay. For a a fiasco game then, and I will keep you all posted, and I will be sure to record it if we do. Excellent. Sounds like and fun. So I will wow. uh, keep you. I will uh, keep you. Keep, uh, so Andros, I will keep you posted. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this would be cool. That even I will get to hear a gutter types episode that I'm not in. There you go. Yeah. It, that's never happened. Has it happened once? I, I don't think, think so. I don't think it has think because so. you're usually the one that records them. Um, yeah. Basically, yeah. Okay. I thought Mark had to record another one at one time for some reason. I think I did, but I think Adam was actually here, and it was that, that, that he was having issues. So oh, I got, although, like. Uh, although you did I, get to hear like, all the block up. two stuff that that uh, you weren't in, so there yeah. is that. Oh, that's but true too. Yeah, it's a little bit different. I realize, but I'm just Ooh. being technical. <sighs> Mach two, ah, uh, that takes me back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, God, I gotta. I think that's what I'll be doing tonight: is editing. I gotta get. I gotta get this. I just have not been in to use my computer for quite some time, and it's just sitting there on my hard drive, gathering dust, waiting for me to finish it. <sighs> I could offer words of encouragement and advice, but I'd be so lying through my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know what part of it is. Part of it is that we haven't been getting together to play much, so my motivation for it, it it's kind of, you know, I, I use the, the, ooh, I can't wait till we get to this game that I'm, you know, to, to keep going. And we haven't had that. We've only got a couple in the can that are yet to be posted. So it's kind of like... All these things happen in cycles. 
They do, yeah. All these so. things happen in cycles. Things, uh, you know, what what we like to consider normal. Well, it's normal for a while. <laughs> yeah. And we'll probably get back to that at some point. But in the meantime, the wheel turns and and dips into the vinegar for a while. Yeah. But I'm still glad we got together tonight. And uh, this was yeah. fun. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This was fun. Yeah. Nikki, feel better. Hope things go well. And uh, missed having you here tonight. And I'm sure the listeners did too. But, uh, you know, a couple of weeks from now, um, hopefully you and Mr. K and some and Andros and some special uh, special guests or guest will be able to record something. <laughs> okay. And, and if not, then, well, you know, something else happens. Yeah. That or a week off, either way, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Um, thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, I know that I won't be here in two weeks, but uh, but I'll be uh, listening and looking out for uh, emails and news and stuff. And if there's audio to be had, by all means, um, send it my way. And uh, other than that, I'll see you. Uh, I'll see you guys in a month. Hmm. All right. All right. Have fun. Okay. All right, take it easy, guys. Take care, Good night. All right. Bye-bye. So yeah, we're we're uh, we're uh, oh, uh, the hell. I keep picturing I keep picturing us on a water wheel <laughs> as 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 uh, as the game uh, um, scheduling goes and as the as the podcast goes. It's like we're on a water wheel. Sometimes we're just mm-hmm. submerged and drowning. <laughs> yeah. You know what? This has been my gaming life, other than. What we've been doing, obviously, for the last like four months. Uh-huh. We, so I understand. I yeah. understand. We we have not had. This is why there's been no monkeys took my jetpack 33 for forever because it's and it's all legitimate stuff. There's that's the thing that's just yeah. frustrating. It's that, just the way the it's just God the way the damn it or yeah just man <laughs> oh, the RL dice yes. Uh, okay, well, yeah, so what we probably, and you know what, I'm thinking maybe, I'm thinking maybe of like uh, having some gab for a while, um, but wrapping it at 9 instead of 10, if, if we if we even go that far, because once the email, I just want to get the emails read, and, you know, just chill for a while, maybe say, hi guys, how you doing, you know, <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, I don't think we're going to be able to, like, pull off any Doctor Who tonight. Yeah. Um, so Although, there we go. Like I said be- before, three makes for a pretty tight fiasco game. Mm. <laughs> that's true too. That that's it's it's, it's well, we don't have to. It's it's an option. Yeah, I, I think wrapping it by nine. I'm gonna have to wrap it by nine actually. So ah, I don't know that okay. we're gonna be able to do that. Even but, a, uh, a a a tight fiasco game. Yeah. Yeah, we'd be able to get. For, <laughs> the first two acts, maybe. <laughs> but, 
But... So it'd be a regular gutter scrapes fiasco. <laughs> <laughs> and this would be different how? <laughs> wow. And the next time we finish it, but we have an audience. Mm. In, and a quote-unquote in-studio audience. Yeah. <laughs> Filmed before. Are they using film? They are still using film, aren't they? Somebody uh, some is. Some might. There's Somebody an awful is. lot of that high-def video stuff going around, though. Mm. That I'm seems to be the new trend. People are starting to get to begin to think about getting into it. It's a trend, I can <laughs> tell. I'm very up on these things. <laughs> oh, have you two seen Avengers yet? Twice. Ah. And that hasn't happened for an extremely long time, I will have you know. Oh, Me going to a film? Twice in a theater. Damn. Yeah. I have not. Wow. I think you the should. last one I saw in the theater twice, probably... It was either one of the Star Wars prequels or it was Office Space, one of the two. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, yeah. Man. Yeah, I'm. It's been a while. Yeah. Kind of. I don't even remember what the last one was that I saw twice. I'm thinking. God, Serenity, maybe? I know I saw Serenity more than once in the theater, mm-hmm. so that I can't think of anything since then, although there may have been, but I can't think what it would be. Mm-hmm. But. Actually, yeah. actually, that, that is wrong. I, I, The last one I saw twice was John Carter. Oh, there you I, go. Yeah. Yeah, man, I want to. I wish. I basically. Between not being around when it was initially out, I was getting Zeke. And then when I got back, we were money tight. So. Right. Uh, I'm getting the DVD. I'm just getting that DVD, if you'll pardon the obvious pun, mm-hmm. sight unseen. Because. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because I, I have no doubt it's going to be kick ass, and I don't really care that people didn't go to see it because I yeah people got no taste <laughs> tell me about yeah, it I agree their taste is I, in their mouths a person has taste people have no t- <laughs> yeah, there you go. people you got are there. dumb panicky idiots <laughs> yeah. it's, it's and you know it that is another movie I want to see that I haven't gotten around to yet well, it's, it's only been days that's true. And that's true. It hasn't even been a week. I keep thinking it has been, but it hasn't. I think Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 66 or something like that. Yeah. It's supposed to be all right. I mean, I I am not among the people who absolutely despised Men in Black 2. I thought Men in Black 2 was okay. It wasn't as good as 1, but it was okay, and I've heard 3 is better than 2. And so I have I have middle, middling expectations, so I don't think I'll be disappointed. I just, uh, <laughs> I just like the premise. I like the characters and whatever they do with it. You know, so long as they don't stray completely from that, exactly. it ought to be fine. It ought to be just fine. Yeah, I, I got me looking at the role-playing game again. God, I would love to give mm. that a sometime. I'm not ready to do it tonight, even if we had time. But oh god, yeah. I got Danny Elfman playing in my head. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was a... <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The Men in, in Black game, that was D6 system, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Which I, I have a very soft spot for. Because yeah. that was... That was like the first system where I was... I was, I mean, I was able to actually GM without having to go through all kinds of hoops to get the dice read. It was just like, mm-hmm. wow! A game that only uses D6s! And they're in Braille! That's awesome! Not that I even need them in Braille, but the point is... I can do this! Yeah. So, uh... Dig it. 
and it's compatible with Star Wars. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars. 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 I guess some could say it's a little dated by all the stuff that, but I, I like some of the light, lighter variations that have come out, and uh, so, yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to gauge two things here. One, whether I'm nose breathing into the microphone. Has anybody heard anything? Uh, I haven't heard. Any. Not nope. on my nose oh. breathing. There's a lot of hiss coming from someone's. Up, but I'm not sure who's all right. I'm about to press mute. Tell me if it's coming from me. Here we go. Big 10 4, good buddy. Yep, okay. I think I know what that is. I'll be back in a sec. <laughs> <laughs> My chair is being incredibly vocal. Stop squeaking. But yeah, Avengers was pretty good. Oh man, that was awesome. I, I would not, I wouldn't mind seeing it again. I don't think I'm going mm-hmm. to because there's too many other things, and but yeah, man. That that was uh, that was an awesome movie. And somebody on Twitter posted that that what they should do, and I wholeheartedly agree with this. What they should do now is re-release Serenity and and on the marketing thing say from the director of the Avengers. From the Avengers. <laughs> there we go. I'm back. Oh, that would work. Yeah. Yeah. I hope we didn't get a fair shake. The show didn't get a fair shake, much less the movie. Yeah. And so that would be awesome. If Star Trek The Next Generation had premiered on Fox, there would be no such series. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, wow, okay. Uh, all right, let me do a, a cut-and-paste thingy here. Okay. I'm just trying to do a cut-and-paste, and I can't because I put my own taskbar in the way. Hello? Move it, Anum. This is sad. I have operated a computer before, I swear. Where is it? <laughs> Damn. Late Sunday night slash early Monday morning. Well, well, he's getting that together. Mm. Hex Games released a product which I cannot recommend ah. highly enough, and I want. I I know you are slated to GM Leopard Women with Venus Anim, but to be honest with you, I would love to see what you would do with this game. Mm-hmm. It, it I know just, where you're going already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. I totally given your quirky sense of character, and that's meant in the best possible way. The game sure. is—it's a serious game, but you—you you know, you have the 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 awesome ability to put to make fun quirkiness work in a serious setting and that's what this game kind of it's called hobomancer and oh josh has been doing the illustrations for that hasn't he yes he has Mm -hmm. and and i uh, believe carol edited really i i think so holy crap yeah i've i've got the um i i got a review copy code for agc recently and i I haven't actually downloaded it yet but i believe she mentioned she was she was doing some some editing work for them on that one it's, That's it's, so cool. Yeah, and the game is just amazing. <laughs> it's the setting is basically it's 1930s America. You your the PCs are all hobos riding the rails and doing hobo type stuff. But in addition to doing regular hobo type stuff, there's a secret society 
of hobos who have who have uh, learned to tap into well hell I should just uh, we sh I should just read or somebody because that take me for friggin ever with my voice thing to read the description is probably going to do a lot better job explaining it than me but uh, well this obviously is going to be a link in the show notes but yeah it's uh, it's basically they they are in addition to having to deal with the problems of hoboing they're also having to deal with the problems of maintaining the fabric of reality as we know it oh that fabric of reality again what did they use gingham <laughs> it just <laughs> excuse me uh oh did I, who did I lose no I don't think we lost well I don't know mine went quiet briefly so got Eric uh, Eric is Eric Am I, is I think I'm here you're back there we go oh, did I, I didn't know I was lost yeah it dropped you oh whoops See, fabric of, the, fabric of reality. <laughs> now, if only Skype would treat us right, everything would be Jake. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Hobomancer. Okay. Yeah, it's an awesome game. Mm -hmm. Dig it. All right, well, we're It's we're been gonna... in the works for a while. Yeah, and, uh, man, it's... <clears throat> it's a big book, but uh, most of it, because they're using quags, most of it is setting. It's not... I mean, but it's not, but the cool thing is it's not setting that ties you down. Like some games have so much setting already laid out that you're like, what? The? It's kind of like Swashbucklers, where he gives you enough setting to where you're thinking, awesome, this is, and you start really seeing the potential. Mm -hmm. But it's not enough. It's not too much where you're tied. You feel tied to it. So I've I've got visuals going on here that uh, well cultural reference. That I don't know whether they actually make mention of this in the book or not, but you want to get yourself geared up for the game, watch a couple of films. Watch Grapes of Wrath, The Dead uh, Dead End, and My Man Godfrey. Hmm. They probably oh. do. I haven't looked at the inspirational materials, except for the there's a playlist of songs that they suggest listening to to get you in the mood and it's like Big Rock Candy Mountain by Larry McClintock you've got uh, City of New Orleans a lot of those kinds of things mm -hmm. and pack up your troubles in your old kit bag and smile 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 that kind of stuff yeah so Hobo's Lullaby awesome I stuff. wonder if the if the, the if the more recent movie Hobo with a Shotgun would, would be useful at all <clears throat> hmm I don't know that's an interesting question I haven't seen that yeah, I, I I I have the drive-through page for it up now. I can read the description from there. Oh, cool! Thank you. Among the countless hobos who ride the rails looking for work in 1930s America, there exists a secret society of magicians known as the Hobomancers. The Hobomancers face all the same problems as rank-and-file hobos: hunger, mean-spirited railways. Oh, oh, sorry, mean-spirited railway bowls, bad hooch. But they must also concern themselves with defending reality as we know it. If the Hobomancers don't ride the rails and keep the song lines of the world in balance, dark magic will run rampant, monsters will ravage the land, and the very laws of nature will collapse. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow. 
appendices that include a Hobomancer timeline, Hobo signs, Hobo lingo. I knew the it. Ran, the random Hobo name generator, which <laughs> offers over 10 million possible Hobo names. Oh, God. And so on. I knew Hobo signs would be in there somewhere. It had to be. It would have to be. Yeah. That is so cool. Yeah. I mean, I I just find the whole Hobo subculture, culture, whatever the hell you call it, fascinating to begin with. And then you just tack on this whole fantasy element and just like, oh, my God, this is awesome. So what a total mind blower and just cro- do a crossover between Homomancer and Levered Women of Venus. <laughs> Oh, oh man! Wow! Hey, they deal with the reality of time and space with you know trying to maintain, but they could be anywhere. Who knows where the train's <laughs> going to take you? Now that would be a very interesting. That would require significant amounts of wine before listening to, <laughs> <laughs> or, and or playing. Significant amounts of psychedelic drugs before playing. Yeah. <laughs> Or take a placebo that tells you it is, and you wouldn't exactly. know the difference. There you go. Wow. <laughs> That's so cool. All right. Good. Thank you for finding that. Now, and we're going to have that link, of course, in the uh, in the show notes for this episode. Uh, let me do a control V while I'm still thinking about it. There we go. Now, let me see if I can actually scroll up to the top of where we are. Wow. All right. Good. Then the very first one. I'm going to ask Blind Geek to read. Okay, let me get let me get uh, get in that window here. Hang on. I think I'm going to end up combining this this ep- episode with the last one because uh, it'll work out to a good length and stuff. Yes. Okay, wait a second, why? Hang on. Apparently I'm in the wrong window. Skype, you piss me up. That's what it's there for. Okay, wait, where in the hell? It says this is the call, but you already paste, you pasted it in the Skype window, right? Uh, you know what? I apologize profusely to you. Because I'm supposed to click a thing that says send message. <laughs> what a dick. Anum. Anum. You, 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 you get paid to do stuff like this. You do. Holy crap. I'm so sorry. That's okay. At least I know it wasn't. It, no, not you at all. Wow, that's sad. Uh, what's tonight going to be like? Holy crap. Uh. All right. I'm sorry. So emails, folks, thank you all. You've been writing in again, and, 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 and we appreciate it. And we're hearing from people that we haven't heard from before, and, and that's a good thing. And we'll try and cre- increase our output, but, you know, real-life rules, and the wheel turns, and we'll get, back to, we'll get back to where we were, no worries. In the meantime, thank you. Blind Geek, if you would. Uh, I will in a moment. I have to recycle. Here we go. Oh, there it is. Okay, from William... Is that Murr? R. Oh, William R. See, yeah. this is... Okay, voice synthesizer thing. All right, William R. Here we go. Uh, 
He says, Adam 5! And the other Gunner Skypes. <coughs> I'm glad to have found your podcast. Can't wait for the next Doctor Who episode. Smiley, smiley, smiley. Lots of them. Have been rolling back through previous episodes and enjoying them. Awesome. A request, if I may. A Discworld-flavored game of one sort or another... Or an, Let's try that sentence again without stumbling. A Discworld game of some sort or another could be very interesting, and I know at least one person in our group <laughs> who would definitely yeah. agree with you on that point. Oh, count two. I was going to say, not to say that others wouldn't, I just am thinking of Three. one person in particular. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we all agree with you on that front, actually. Uh, and he says, thanks again for the entertainment. William R., Thank you. We, I don't think, feedback. Thank you very much for the feedback. I, have we heard from William R. before? I don't think we have. This is a first time write-in. I which think is so, yeah. Which is excellent. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Is there? There is a Discworld game out there. Isn't there? It's a board game, though, isn't it? Uh, and I think there was a GURPS book that came out a long time ago that is wow. hugely out of date by now because there have been about 15 books since... Well, I'm exaggerating. I don't know. But I think, I think it was a GURPS game. Could be. Could easily be 15 books. I, I went counting the uh, Pratchett volumes on the shelf and just was astonished. <laughs> Thinking, wow, really? Are there that many? And um, Well, if there isn't one, I guess uh, Nikki had better get busy and write one. I wonder what system she'll use. <laughs> Although I yeah, actually, if anybody uh, if anybody should uh, go ahead and put together a Discworld game, um, uh, it's it's time to start up a collection, and so that she can buy the rights. It shouldn't be more than uh, <laughs> <laughs> more than six figures. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm not a huge GURPS fan because it's more crunchy than I. I mean, it's I'm it's great for for many people. Um, it's just not great for me. Uh, it's more crunchy than I normally like in my games, but there are two GURPS supplements that I would love to find. One is the Discworld game, <clears throat> and the other one is the Callahan's uh, Cross Time Saloon mm. game they put I out. I have that one. Nice. That's another yes. one that I'm pretty sure Nikki is familiar with. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think she recommended that to me a couple of times. It's a great uh, series of stories. Mm-hmm. Excellent. I say that having not read nearly all of them, but I read I've read a bunch of them and they're fun. They're just yes. well fun yeah. and sometimes it's he Spider Robinson is great at at kind of what we were just talking about with with the tone of things when I was talking about your GMing Adam. He's great at he'll give you this quirky scenario and then he can just he can just get heavy all of a sudden and because you've gone along for the ride it completely knocks you flat in a in a really good way. And you're like, oh damn. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, really great stuff. And then end it back on a sometimes back on a on a fun note just as quickly, but it <laughs> works. All right. Well, a Discworld game. Let's just add that to the list. Yeah. <laughs> the ever-growing we, list. The ever-growing list of what we're dying to play and and want to get to. Get <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, you know, time. It yeah. passes. Things happen. We'll find out. And thank you again. Thank you again, William R. Um, 
Oh, Mr. K, if you would be kind enough, would you take this one, this next one? Certainly. Uh, the one from Ed May? Yep, that's it. Adam 5, Andros, Blind Geek, Mark, and Nikki. I recently listened to episode 100-ish and really, really enjoyed it. In fact, it made me hunt down a few episodes I had missed. First, I should confess, I listened to the gutter Skypes when it was in the IDDFOS feed and the first couple of episodes when it was spun off. However, my podcast listening time was severely curtailed a while ago, so I did a bit of podcast triage. Some were kept, many were dropped, and a few were put on the I'll listen when I get a chance list. The latter list is where the gutter Skypes ended up. And believe me, I know exactly where you are there, so no problem there at all. <laughs> You're so damn much out there. Holy crap. Yeah. Yep. So, I'm listening to the episode 100-ish and enjoying your reminiscing when I heard it. The words Rocket Car and Zombie Kong in the same sentence. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I missed what? <laughs> Correct. I immediately went on a quest to find the game where that happened. While looking for that, I also found Andros's game featuring the bomb-toting penguins. <laughs> how? Yeah, how can you resist? Yeah, that's just... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Since I had several puppet hands to make, a very repetitive process, I took the time to listen to both the Zombie Kong and Penguin Bomb Satsi episodes. Uh, side note, I'm the guy who Adam 5 referred to as Ed the Puppeteer a few times I wrote into IDDFOS. Yay, Ed May! Uh, both were great fun, I found myself laughing out loud several times. Honestly, though, the fumes from the contact cement may have been the cause of that. <laughs> <laughs> I was also interested in hearing the Zombie Kong game because I also had a pulp game idea involving a zombie King Kong. No, really. My idea was more along the lines of what if Herbert West had gotten a hold of the Kong corpse. I feel ignorant for not knowing who I that is. Herbert West Reanimator. Re re Oh, the uh, okay. 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 HP Lovecraft, yeah. And it's some rather interesting movies from the 80s. Wow. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Hmm. Kong Corpse makes me think of the Kong Corps, which makes me think of a group of ape mercs. I may nice. need to fit that into a, a game somewhere, but I digress. That's a good digression. I, I like yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so far, I've been keeping current, and I'm enjoying listening to the Doctor Who game. However, I've noticed a potential problem during the game that I've always suspected would arise in playing in the Doctor Who universe where the Doctor was a PC or an NPC. In the show, the companions are usually a device to allow the Doctor to explain what's going on. What's that, Doctor? Who are they, Doctor? How'd that get there, Doctor? Until the party in the current game went to destroy the rocket, they were pretty much spectators while the Doctor interacted with UNIT. And even then, going to the rocket site was the Doctor's idea, not the party's. I'm not suggesting you're not having fun or that it's not fun to listen to, but it seems that the PC companions must wait around until the doctor tells them what to do. Uh, and and I, I, I will make an aside here to note that I've been trying to have the doctor vanish for the last, what, two seconds now? <laughs> that was your original plan. I remember and that. I just haven't gotten there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there and is. I, and and, I, 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 and I, I mean, maybe I, it wasn't as often as I was thinking, but I have been trying to, like, prompt you all to do stuff, haven't I? Yeah, I, I haven't felt, I haven't felt, dare I use the word, railroaded or anything, yeah. so. No, I haven't, I haven't felt that either. It's just, yeah. I, I mean, you know, I recognize it, I'm recognizing it as the same feature of uh, feature of the universe and the story also uh, precisely yeah. the way he put it that you know you can't get around that there's got to be some kind of there's uh, there's got to be some kind of exposition but I know it was your original plan to um, 
and, and remains your plan to uh, have the doctor like get the group a little bit more cohesive and then Vanish. be out of the picture you know and in a way Jeremy uh, so far as autonomy of character choices go um, Jeremy Vanquish was uh, in a kind of a baptism by fire thing because he was literally he was separated from the group and actually had uh, no roadmap to go by and it, that was uh, that was very entertaining yeah. too but yeah. even and even as a even as a character the one the one that I'm playing he aside he, he not only doesn't know what's going on in the current situation but also has a slight handicap of having come from a, a much much earlier time so yeah and there is one other thing I do need to note if the doctor was a player character it actually the game actually d- describes the way that some of that works is um, of course being a, a a time lord and that means that they get less story points to begin with mm-hmm. and they kind of fit that all you know all that stuff into the um, the, uh, the the system of basically having the companions come up with i i ideas and in the course of giving the ideas to the doctor they can transfer story points to him Hmm. To, huh. to do stuff, so it you know it it's got a lot of kind of ways that that works if 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 the doctor is a player character, but it's yeah, but that 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 is a good point though, and it is one that I had in the back of my head as I've been trying to push it toward toward the part where he's gone. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting situation. I have no doubt of that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he anyway he continues. So of course by now the game may have taken a, uh, taken a dramatic turn and the group dynamic may be altogether different. I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, best to you all, and I look forward to further episodes. Ed, excellent, awesome. Thank you, know, like, this, you very this much. This just goes to show that at some point, as if we didn't have enough stuff on our plate already, we need to play some more Satsi. Mm-hmm. Because. Uh, Oh, and that reminds me, there's a Spirit of the Century novel that just came out recently that I, since I'm plugging things... A Satsi novel? Yeah, it's called Dinocalypse Now. Oh, I heard of it. <laughs> okay. And it's very, it's very good. It, was, uh, it, it features the characters that are in the, in the uh, back of the Satsi book, like uh, hmm. Sally Slick. Um, well, they're not just in the back of the book. They're they're used in examples throughout the game. Yeah. Sally Slick, Jet Black, um, Gorilla Khan makes an appearance. Um, does it have Doctor Methuselah in it? It does. Oh, must get this. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> it's the first of a trilogy, and after the Kickstarter did so well, it is now going to be the first of like seven. Um, oh, but, dig it! Yeah. It's, oh, it's, wow. It's awesome. So, uh, and they really, Chuck Wendig is the guy that wrote it, and he did a really good job of keeping in the spirit of the pulps. And I mean, it just flies by. So, yeah, it's really good. Cool. So, right. not that to derail us like from Ed's post, beat. I just was thinking about the Satsi games, and but uh, oh, yeah. wow, that's great. That's excellent. That's something that sounds uh, that sounds uh, sounds like something I want to get to. Yeah. All right. That's my job, separating people from their money and That's you <laughs> not keeping any of it for myself. That's all right. It just makes you feel less guilty. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Everybody else is doing it at my suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ed May. Ed May is uh, Ed May is in the performing arts. He is in showbiz. He is, uh, uh, yeah, from way back, um, a puppeteer of note. And and when he says he had puppet hands to make, uh, he, yeah, he did. This is a gentleman whose performance work can be seen on uh, Muppets in Space. Yes, uh, Muppets in Muppets in Space, uh, and and. He he was also on uh, the the tour of um, the dinosaur. The dinosaur. Now see, now I gotta remember the names of these things and go look them up, and like insert my voice here because I can't remember the precise name of the of the uh, touring show that had giant dinosaurs running around on stage. He was a part of that too. He worked in worked on that. So yeah, uh, when I refer to him as Ed the Puppeteer, holy crap! Yes, he is. <laughs> Awesome, big time. Yeah. Oh, there was a doggy in the background, and there she goes again. <laughs> yes, thank you, Mushkin. I wonder what she's barking at. So, Ed May, yes, a long-time listener uh, for, uh, to IDDFOS and and now the Gutter Skype, so that's that's great to hear. All right, what should I do? I should take the next one. I, it's only fair. <laughs> I think I will. Here we go. Uh... Trilobite. This is from the Trilobite of Porcelain Llama Theater. Hello, Gutter Skypes. It's really good to have you all back, despite Skype suffering some difficulties. I dug the fourth... Wait, first... No. Second session. Sorry, not used to doing them in the right order. Mr. K... (laughs) Mr. K clearly had a plan in mind and is moving the game along, and at the kind of... Here we go. Let me try that again. Mr. K clearly has a plan in mind and is moving the game along at the kind of pace one sees in the show, which ain't easy to do. A difficulty that is certainly not added to by a group of players who have a history of, shall we say, intransigence. (laughs) 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 Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, let's say that. Let's say intransigence. And then we'll say trebuchet. It's fun to say trebuchet. Sorry, he didn't write that. Here we go. As usual, the enthusiasm the enthusiasm of the crew shines through here, and I must warn others not to get any of it on you, as it can alter one's behavior significantly after the first episode. I watched, uh, Are you hearing an ice cream truck in the background? No. no. Okay, good. No. <laughs> uh, it, as, let me try again. As usual, the enthusiasm of the crew shines through here, and I must warn others not to get any of it on you, as it can alter one's behavior significantly. After the first episode, I watched an episode or two of the new series, and I am now wrapping up season six. I reckon you all have made me a confirmed fan. Why, just last night I had a Doctor Who date with a lovely young thing. Dinner was fish sticks with custard for dessert. (laughs) (laughs) A lovely young thing. Hey, whatever. You know, that's good. Thanks for... What is this with the talk now, suddenly? (laughs) Oh, Daddy's reading. I better make noise. (laughs) Thanks again for your continued energy, enthusiasm, and hard work. You lot bring smiles to the world and inspire creativity just by doing what you love and loving what you do. And there's not many such as can say that. We also like to get people to spend money. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because by God, if we're going to do it, then some, we're taking somebody with us. Hell yes. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Without wax, the trilobite. Thank you, trilobite. Excellent. 
Good deal. That's excellent to hear. And uh, awesome. <laughs> intransigence. <laughs> OCD? I don't know. No, ADD. What the hell is it? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, wacky short attention spans. All right. All right. Next up, next up, uh, Blind Geek, if you would. Bob H. To me. <laughs> to me. Oh, that must be an email uh, artifact. I should have cut that out. <laughs> it says okay. that in Gmail sometimes. Bob H. Says. A pleasure to hear your stantorian and masterful voice again, as always. I was sending this email to let you know that I've only now started listening to IDDFOS. I would like to think that if I was brave enough to make a podcast, it would be like this. Thank you, Bob H. Thank you, Bob H. Hey, you know, it you stands know, That's not gutter Skype's feedback. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, I'm guessing. I'm just guessing that he came this. He, he came by way. He came by IDDFOS by way of gutter skypes. He probably did. I'm just kidding. so. I know. So, uh, well, that's, that's great to hear. Yeah. And the cool thing about it is, it doesn't matter when you listen to IDDFOS. It's just as silly as. <laughs> it's always going to be just as silly as it was before. No, it's not silly. It's deeply, deeply serious and and involved and. And you must, you know, put on a very stern and, and serious face when you listen to it, and make sure that all the lights are low and there's no distractions. And make sure you got the Jello ready to scare the monsters. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and the fire, gotta have fire ready. Well, it, it's it's very cool. It's very cool that uh, and and there's quite a bit of IDD FOS to listen to. So if you actually get into it. Uh, May the powers of the universe help you. <laughs> because we certainly won't. Because I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna. I, I, I said all I was gonna say there, so that was. It's it. It's uh, self-contained. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. K. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've been reading over this. It happened upon a time. Once upon a time. Uh, dear deprived Adam Five and cohorts. No, that's supposed to be an R. I do I deplore your recent lack of email feedback, but lo, what are fans but fickle flatterers flocking from fate to fate, fast forgetting foregone fun and the fair finestre from wherefrom it flowed. Yeah. <laughs> you know what the scary part me. is? You know what the scary part is? That probably took him only a minute to come up with. Yeah. I. Marvel. He scares me. He scares me. You, with, I marvel at the fact that you read that without even missing a beat. That was awesome. I, I, Sometimes I, it just works. Yeah, wow. Anyway. Uh, anyway, uh, let's see. In any event, I, as I have never been much of a scholar of who, nor of late, seemed possessed to write much of anything, all fawning profusion necessarily ceased. This, then, is where I collect inspiration from its nasty deadfall and declare that I have enjoyed your understandably meager output immensely. Though silence may have averred otherwise. Fear not, for I, ha I shall have words with silence once I am done composing this rather tumid missive of debase er, adoration for you. <coughs> yes, adoration and words with silence. In silence, lest the doctors find us. Me, find me, heavens. 
<laughs> Hello, well, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> well, it seems that I've derailed this l frail little toy train of adulation. Simply know that you are not alone out there in the cold, lightless vastness of this shuddering internet, forgotten and detoweled at the callous mercy of that cruelest mistress, Skype. But held in the highest esteem by fervent, if lazy, supplicants, bruiting your names with the morning victuals, many victuals, really, or repeating them about the gaming tables, real, virtual, or imagined. Why, Remidney himself, grand cleric of such ceremony, admitted loudly, for his wife was surely away, uh, how wondrous a thing it is to be lulled asleep by the dulcet murmur of Nikki herself, praise be absvabiscum et nubsium sancti. God, he does it on purpose! He does it on purpose! I'm sorry, go ahead. And I found myself accordingly guilty. Which is not to say other voices are lacking. Everyone needs a backup singer or four. I just <laughs> oh, I'm glad we... Hey, we're, Nikki. we're Nikki's backup team. <laughs> Nikki and crew, indeed. Nay, time to wrap this up. I hope any silence on our part is merely a natural development, all things considered. And that your desperate prayers have been answered in a staggered fashion, with many a sweet and sycophantic email littering your designated inbox at this very moment. I remain, in essence, sometimes in silence, more or less your faithful pod slave. Happy reading and many a merry game of who to you. Will, yes, the one with the silly name. <laughs> <laughs> Wilhelm. You know, when I get it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. It, when I, it seems so much easier to actually see this stuff when I go into the acting voice. Oh, I see. It's yeah. It's well. This is this is this is not straight prose. He doesn't. <laughs> that's the thing. That's he the doesn't thing write straight prose. He writes very crooked prose. <laughs> I'm not even sure what. With an you... arc archetype of alliteration thrown in there. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, fact, holy crap! Awesome. Every 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 time I get something like, I mean, not every single letter from him is 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 like this. This is crafted, but yeah. when we get the ones like this, I keep thinking, this needs harpsichord music behind it, <laughs> because he's in a white powdered wig when he writes it. I'm sure he sits down, he puts the white powdered wig on, sharpens the quill, and. <laughs> Writes this on parchment, and then transcribes his mm -hmm. efforts, and sends it <laughs> on the internet. The newfangled, yeah, whatever. Excellent. <laughs> thank you, Wilhelm. Thank you very much. That's uh, yeah. <laughs> that's entertainment. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Reb Mindy likes to be Nikki. Reb Mindy likes to be lulled to sleep by your dulcet tones. Um. <laughs> so uh, yeah, there, there's a, a steam-powered robot out there that um, is hankering to meet you. And oh, I can't speak for Red Mid Red Midney. What can I, you know? Uh, <laughs> so he ratted you out there. Don't talk to us. Don't talk to us, Red Midney. <laughs> Track down Will and say, "Why did you tell them that?" Um. All right. So where are we? Oh, the last one. Oh, wow, mm -hmm. okay. Is it the last one? Yeah, it is. Oh, great, okay. It's Omega 25... Wait. 
25, 50. There's numbers after Omega. It should be 25, 50, but there's an extra 5 in the one at the top. Hmm, strange. Isn't that uh, Thunderstep, or is that... No, no. Oh, it's different. Okay. No. I wasn't sure. He had that robot character that I can't remember the name of, and I thought it was Omega something, and I thought maybe that was it. Never mind. At any rate, here we go. I'm sorry, it's you, Blondie. <laughs> oh, it is. Okay, I didn't. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they're from Omega Twenty Five Fifty. Hi, guys. I'm listening to your podcast number seventy six, Fringeworthy Session Number Five, and <laughs> I think Team Killed should hereby be renamed Team Wimpy Men with Big Guns and a Chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. One of the players even said, you can't be afraid of every little sound you hear just because it might be some eight-foot-tall monster that has four powerful arms that could break you in half. It could also be a small, furry, puppy-slash-kitten-type animal <laughs> with fangs and claws that wants to rip you in half. Blind yeah. ads. <laughs> I but, have no uh, idea what you're talking about there. <laughs> Next time you're able to get resupplied with weapons... <laughs> For God's sake, get some bloody grenades, i.e. tear gas, stun, smoke, fragmentation, incendiary, I think I missed one, anyway, etc. Yeah. It is all in fun anyway. Sometimes it is fun to be scared in a game. You also can't let it spoil a game either. I just think you let your fear of what the GM could throw at you and your group in that little building scare you off. But the GM seems to be ready for you anyway. This is Omega2550 signing off. P.S. I still like your podcast and can't wait to see how you continue your Doctor Who game. Excellent. So it seems like there's a lot of... Uh, this is Blind Geek commenting here. Hmm. seems like there's a lot of people who are listening concurrently don't get a chance to use that word very often to hmm. new and old episodes, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Extra story points for using vocabulary for the college-bound student. <laughs> oh my God! I, I have to tell you, I'm, I've got, I'm doing, uh, I'm doing uh, quality control on audio description for different things, and mm. I just did a documentary that is an educational documentary on on uh, families in Ghana, Ga uh, Africa, mm -hmm. and I had. One of the things in quality control you have to do is you rewrite things that are unclearly written that a blind person is going to be like, what are you trying to say? Because mm -hmm. it may be perfectly clear on the screen when you're looking at it and you write something out, but when we're listening to it, we go, huh? And Ooh. the point of this whole story is that I had written some of this stuff, and I have a fairly extensive vocabulary. Nothing like Wilhelm's, for God's sake. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, I've used some, you know, a lot of times you can use a really good sized word that's not totally unfamiliar to describe something that takes a lot of smaller words and I had done this and then I was going over it with the with the uh, with the person who helps us go over such things and she said do you know what age group this is meant for and I said no I'm assuming it's for a family document to documentary and she goes well they've got listed here two to five and I thought oh hell Holy crap. But now I had to... So, yeah, I... 
It seems to be. I kind of ought to tell you that ahead of time, I'd say. And so, uh, <laughs> yeah, so having, <laughs> I'm taking advantage now that I'm done with that. I'm using, I'm using big words again. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, concurrently there. Damn it. <laughs> you can't, you can't, you, you can't get into the ethereal effulgence. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Of, of a sunset on the Ghana Plains. All right, never mind. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the Bill Cosby episode where he rewrites his daughter's Civil War uh, essay or something like that. Was it? No, it wasn't Civil War. I can't remember. Whatever. He rewrite, rewrites his daughter's essay, and of course she's like in the fifth grade or something like that, and she's using <laughs> graduate student language. <laughs> he gets called into the teacher, and she makes him write on the board. I will not write her. I will not write my child. Fifty <laughs> 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 times. Excellent, excellent uh, nice. episode. Well, all right, Omega. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Do write in again. It's great to hear from somebody we haven't heard from before. And yeah. We were a little hesitant. Yeah. Maybe Lars Ingeborg was a bit more hesitant than the rest of us, even though he was the one that had the chainsaw. Yeah, he was the one with all the weaponry, <laughs> and he was the one going, oh, my gosh. But, you know, there, there was, there's a little bit of meta, meta going on there so far as Nikki, for some reason, and I will never understand why, thinking that Mark Kinney's sole purpose and desire as a GM is to destroy the group. <laughs> because we almost had a TPK in the session before, I believe, or maybe well, the one before that. I don't know that we, uh, I don't know that our judgment was all that good at the time, so we may have, like, thrown ourselves into the maw of the monster all by ourselves, but whatever. I don't um, think it was a TPK, but you all did have a interesting time with those velociraptors. Yes. No, it wasn't yeah. a TPK, but it came damn, it was pretty... Yeah. We got very, very, very ass-kicked. And in my opinion, because of that, it was just that much more fun. Yes. Oh, I agree. I'm not complaining. I just oh, yeah. I think yeah. that's why we were like walking on eggshells every after that. Was like, <laughs> yeah, and it actually probably was a, a good thing that you didn't open that uh, that like cooler or w- w- whatever it was you you heard the noises behind. Mm. <laughs> I do agree with him in principle. When in doubt, carry some fragging grenades and several other kinds too while you're yeah. at it. Yeah, grenades and are good. That, and, and of course, as soon as that came up, you know the first thing I thought of. <laughs> Jane. Well, the, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay. Sure would be nice if we had some grenades. Right. <laughs> I gotta watch that again. Oh. I swallowed a bug. Um. <laughs> Wow! All right, uh, excellent. Oh, this, this is this is very cool. It's very cool that uh, email is starting up again. I'm going to try and make the output of the episodes worthy of <laughs> worthy of it. And no doubt, folks that wrote uh, some of the things that we read on May second <laughs> and earlier will forgive for the fact that it's coming out nearly a month later. But yeah. you know, it 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 gets read. It gets read. It's in the it's in the episode and. And um, we appreciate it. Thank you, thank you all very much. And I hope you uh, hope you'll write in again. Definitely. Uh, By the way, for for real quick, for those who are fans of the Cartoon Action Hour games, which were posted here, 
Uh, we're getting close. We're, I'm about to post issue or session seven. We posted eleven of them on gutter skypes. Uh, so um, by I am expecting by next week or by at the most the week after, Monkeys Took My Jetpack will be featuring new episodes of the Cartoon Action Hour game. So Yay. finally. Yay. <laughs> Thank, thank God, digital stuff doesn't degrade. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it, it, yeah, there's no expiration date on it. It stays nice and the same. So, uh, you know, the story exists. It will be played out. And thank you, Blind Geek, for continuing that. Very cool. Has anyone seen? This is. I'm just going to jump in here now with stuff that, like, hey, what's on your mind lately? What are you interested in, like anybody cares? Has anyone seen the new uh, video uh, YouTube feed that Felicia Day started? I think it's called Geek and Sundry. Mm-hmm. And the reason I ask is because one of the – it's a series of shows. One of them is uh, is uh, a bit done – now i got to go look for it because I forgot what it's called. It's you a bit about, done by Will Wheaton. About, oh, about Tabletop. Tabletop, thank you. Will Wheaton actually successfully making the videotape description and uh, documentation of play of tabletop games entertaining and fun. Mm-hmm. You would think that normally, well, I would think if I tried to do it, I would, you know, it would go, uh, I wouldn't do too well. But, but <laughs> they what get, is they. called Tabletop? Yeah. Yeah. Huh, I'll check it out. They've done. Uh, he's done Settlers of Catan. He's done uh, uh, Ticket to Ride. World. Small World. Yeah, that was the first one, I think. I must have seen that and forgot it was. Okay. Yep. All right. So, uh, Small World, uh, Ticket yeah. to Ride, Settlers of Catan, and he did one uh, episode that where they did three, three dice games, uh, quickie dice. Game. You got to check it out. It's actually very, yeah. very fun. And. I've, Enjoyable. Yeah, wasn't uh, one of those quickie dice games zombie dice? It was. It yeah. was. Yeah, I've been I've I've been playing some of that at that you know that at that coffee thing that I I, I go to on on the Wednesdays that I'm not here with with uh, with like you guys. Hmm. I got a, a copy of Zombie Dice recently, so I had it over there, and we were playing playing that some, and it's it's pretty fun. But um, yeah, so that uh, that's fun. That's fun and worth looking at. Did I already mention uh, Nostalgia Critic? Yes. I yes. did. Okay. Oh my god. I will have you know <laughs> that, that Wednesday <laughs> I stayed up and we have an explicit tag so I don't care. I stayed up all fucking night <laughs> watching and I had to leave the room on several occasions because I was laughing so hard. But the guy is great. I was trying to, you know how you try to keep the laughter in and you just end up convulsing and I was waking my wife up. <laughs> and I was shaking the bed so hard from <laughs> Yeah. Laughing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and it was like, "Oh, one more and then I'll try and go to bed." Well, who could sleep after that? So it was like, "One more. Okay, one more." Oh, he did a review of that? Okay, i got to check that out. Oh, he's my God. Got <laughs> he's got a list 285 shows long. Mm-hmm. And they're all stuff that you've seen and thought, why did I watch this? <laughs> it doesn't matter oh, yeah. if you've seen the movie. To It's still funny. I mean, yeah. you don't have to have seen them. And I couldn't use his website because he's got, I think it's a graphic to play the actual video. 
So mm-hmm. I had to, but luckily they're posted on YouTube. So I went over to YouTube, which is, I, which I can access. So I went on YouTube and just looked up Nostalgia Critic, and uh, I got to hear most of the ones. Some of them, and I don't know why YouTube does this. They have like part two of two. Where's part one? Nowhere to be found. Or, Good luck. Mm, Go hunting for it. Yeah, I hate uh, that. Hate that. So, so uh, but yeah, man, that guy is absolutely friggin' hilarious. And and accurate. That's the sad thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what always puts me on the floor is when he does something where he'll he'll describe something in some really outlandish way or compare it to something else. And then don't, it's like, don't just take my word for it. He'll, he'll play it back to back, whatever it is he's talking about. And it's, oh, my God. It just... Uh. I think he most recently did heavy metal. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, but I know he posted, uh, if not the most recent one, then at least within the past couple of weeks he did that. It's just that the list goes on. And, I, and all the stuff that from the 80s, 90s, and a little bit after 2000, because he tries to stay before the year 2000, um, these movies that you remember and you thought, you know, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, he's done some Disney movies, and I'm kind of hesitant to watch those because I enjoy those movies and don't want to have them ruined. <laughs> but, but uh, no, one thing was, uh, oh, he, did, he did a, a Simple Wish. And it was really weird because uh, my wife and I had been watching just on cable. It happened to come up Matilda and Mrs. Doubtfire, which both have Mara Wilson. And I've, I was kind of a fan of hers. I thought she was cute back mm-hmm. in the day. And I had always thought, what happened to her? She just kind of disappeared. So I had looked her up on IMDb and found out that she hadn't been doing movies in quite some time. And she'd gone and majored in music something or other in college. I may have the details a bit off because it's been a while, but... That's not that important to the story. So we're I'm watching Nostalgia Critic review A Simple Wish, and by God, who comes out but an adult Mara Wilson. And at first, <laughs> I thought, that's not really her. And then she spoke, and even though she's now in her 20s, you can mm-hmm. still hear just enough. I mean... Oh, it was her. It was yeah, her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and so I just thought, that's a little bit freaky. We were just talking about her, and here she is on this guy's... How the, how the hell did he pull that off? <laughs> not, not the fact that we were talking about her, but just the fact that how did he get her on the... I mean, that's pretty cool. So well, He's one of those guys that, that's been... that I guess... I don't know. I don't know why he's been so, so much on the periphery or off the radar or why I hadn't heard of him before like four weeks ago, but he's been doing this. Uh, he's been doing this for four years, and he's making a living at it now. Wow. He's actually like supporting him. I'm, I'm guessing supporting himself by doing these uh, the videos regularly. Going to run out of movies at some point. <laughs> um, sadly, no. <laughs> There's that much bad crap out there. Yeah. And he does conventions. He's, he's done the convention circuits. He's actually just he's, he's a comedian, but uh, I guess primarily an internet and uh, uh, I don't know convention co- uh, comedian, sci-fi, gaming, etc. And occasionally he sets his uh, reviews up uh, at cons and does it that way. Oh wow! So it's it's just a lot of fun. I guess I don't need to tell you now. <laughs> no man, if anybody listening has not checked that out, you really owe yourself uh, 
it's a treat. It's it's awesome. Yeah, it's a treat. I'll put a link in the show notes again. If I uh, hope I didn't forget last time, maybe I did. I'll put a link in the show notes. The nostalgia critic, just so that you don't have to rewind. (laughs) Yeah, and even if he does forget, just go on YouTube and search for nostalgia critic, and you'll come up with all kinds of results. Oh, slew of them, slew of them. And yeah, be warned, you'll be up all night. Oh man, yeah, it was just insane. Uh, Luckily, I had nothing to do the next day, but man, it was just. <laughs> oh, what? Well, one more. I got. Oh, I do want to check that one out. Oh, and then that one. And he does commercials. Just when you think it can't get back, he does old commercials, and and he'll take like a bunch of commercials from his, based on the, probably <laughs> from some videos he recorded back in the day, and he'll just play them and start commenting on the commercials. Uh, <laughs> it's I remember the Fred Flint, the, the Flintstones. Uh, uh, the, the cocoa pebbles, or the whatever. cocoa pebbles, or some whatever, and Barney kind of, kind of <laughs> it's like, it's, and he has Fred sit. He does his own bit where Fred sits down with Barney and oh, tries God, to does yes. a personal intervention with him. <laughs> it's just great. It's, it's just great. Did you see the room? The, a no, film I, called. I haven't seen because I didn't hadn't heard of that movie before. So I have. It's. You know. I don't think anyone has. No one should have. <laughs> I've seen part of it. Did you see part? Oh, God. Yeah. Because he just... It, it's one of those things where this... You think to yourself, this is so unbelievably bad. How? How could it have been screened anywhere? How does he even know it exists? <laughs> because it shouldn't... It's like, this should never have seen the light of day. Or the darkness of cinema. Whatever mm. you want to call it. It is just so... And, of course, you know, I mean, the review is basically... I don't know. It's kind of like performing an autopsy on a killer alien. <laughs> it's weird. Um, oh, oh, of the uh, uh, podcast. How did this get made? They did mm-hmm. an, 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 an episode covering the room, and they had someone with them who was involved in the production of the movie. Holy I don't, crap! I don't re- remember who. It was certainly not the director. I think he was one of one of the other actors or something. I'd be afraid to be but, in the same room with that guy. Oh, it was it's 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 fascinating listening to it because it's just you know this guy just wanted to make a, a movie, and so he 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 did. <laughs> okay. I mean it's I mean it's really fascinating. And there's like there's this like screwy stuff like they were doing scenes that were on the top of the on the roof of the. The building they were in, they actually filmed them on the roof of of the building, but they green screened everything. Even then, what's the point? <laughs> yeah, it's it's like suddenly Ernest decides he wants to make a Fabergé egg. That's <laughs> 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 how bad this turned out to be. Wow, what did you say? How did this get made? Is uh, is the name of the podcast? Yeah, yeah, they uh, talk about various. Usually, so, so so bad they're they're kind of good movies, but sometimes just plain bad movies. To uh, like they uh, covered uh, Drive Angry a while back. They 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 they've, they've <laughs> actually covered several of uh, the of the what's the guy's name? Uh, he who was in that crap? I I, I, I always Cage. lose the names. Nicholas Cage. They have a bunch of they cover a bunch of of. Uh, of his movies, actually, because they, they they cover Drive Angry, they cover Wicker Man. <laughs> uh, there's le- at, at least one other Nick Cage movie in there that they talk about. 
Ghost Rider 2. No, I'm kidding. Uh, well, they had that interview I... with the person who was directing Ghost Rider 2 at at one point because because he directed one of the other movies in their listing. I've still got them all on my thing here. Let me see. How did this get made? Oddly enough, in my pod reader, it's the one right below the the gutter Skypes. <laughs> uh, <let's see. laughs> uh, ooh. <laughs> I had that's another link I got to put in. How did this get back and look that up? Yeah. We're making work for you today, Adam. Oh, that's they uh, the did an, an 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 episode on uh, Superman three. Oh God! I, uh, cool yeah. as ice. You remember that one? I don't remember that one. So it was a movie starring Vanilla Ice. Oh, okay, God. that's all you need to say. I just in his Star Spangled Jacket day in that, and yes. it's it's <laughs> crazy. Uh, Twilight Breaking Dawn Part One, Jingle All the Way, Catwoman. Uh, oh, they actually had. Uh, let's see, they cover Green Lantern, Crank, Crank Two. They actually talked about uh, Punisher Warzone with the director of the movie. Hmm. Wow. Did they do Troll 2? I don't think they've done Troll 2. No. <laughs> they oh, did okay. Geely. Oh. And, and, <laughs> and the the Smurfs and uh, Battlefield Earth. <laughs> I, it's I I don't I think uh, Auntie Ed and I rented rented or yeah we must have when uh, Battlefield Earth first came out and uh, we never got to the end of it we never <laughs> actually watched the whole thing I'm pretty positive yeah but Nostalgia Critics treatment of that one was pretty funny too yeah check that out I used to have the book never got around to reading it because it's about as it you could stop a bullet with that thing. Probably, Even the paperback yeah. edition, you can <laughs> stop a bullet with it. And uh, yeah, but, it's easily big enough that you would think think that uh, that Robert Jordan wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but it looked like it could be interesting. I just never got around to it. And then the movie came out, and I thought, well, maybe I can see it. And then I heard people talking about how horrible it was, and I thought, you know. <laughs> Let's hope this is a situation where the book is much better than the movie. Otherwise, I'm not going to waste my time. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but going back to the nostalgia critic for a minute, have you guys, have you guys watched the one for Neverending Story three? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> there was a Neverending Story three. <laughs> yes, and it was horrible. Yeah. Horrible. That... That, I think, was the one where at the end of it... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm remembering this right. The end of the uh, review, he actually... Well, his face goes catatonic in a kind of a, a rictus smile. <laughs> and <laughs> he, goes to the, he goes to the local home, home Depot, buys a crowbar, and comes back, comes back with it and smashes the DVD repeatedly. Yes, until and, it's <laughs> until it's pulp, and and, and he me, can't. After you've seen the review, you are right there cheering him on because oh god, god, anything you enjoyed, I will venture to say anything you enjoyed from Neverending Story, maybe even Neverending Story too. I mean that one was not great, but it was okay. Is completely. <laughs> 
destroyed. Which is a polite way to put it. it it's just... They talk I, about George Lucas raping your childhood with the Star Wars special editions. No, no. All he did was give you a kind of a, maybe a wedgie. This. <laughs> I think the literary descriptive uh, critique uh, term for it is, it was shat upon. It, oh, my, yes, that's correct. Oh, God. You know the scene in Road Trip with the French toast? Okay, you don't. Uh, not offhand. I do, okay, I do the not guys, know. The kid, well, it, belaboring the point, basically the, the guy says, I didn't ask for, I needed, I, I didn't ask, I wanted no sugar on my French toast. Can you fix this for me? Give me another one. Oh, sure, sure. And the guy takes it back and he starts, like, putting the French toast under his arms and, looking <laughs> at, and uh, you know, it just makes it completely, you know, he has it in between his butt cheeks and then he brings it back out to the guy and the guy eats it and goes, oh, it's pretty good. Because, uh, of course, he has no idea what's been going on in the back. Uh, that's kind of how, never, that's what they did to the original NeverEnding Story in order to make NeverEnding Story 3. I mean, it's horrible. Uh, <laughs> I did, yeah, I, I remember seeing that and, and being just as appalled as he was. Oh, God. Okay, Mark, here's an example of how bad this thing gets. You remember the rock man, the rock biter? Yeah. Great character. Great mm -hmm. character. And in NeverEnding Story 3, somehow the people of Fantasia get a hold of of uh, television. <laughs> and That's all rock, you have to say. Rock, oh, no. I'm determined now. You're going to share it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the rock biter has a family of baby rock biter and mommy rock biter and whatnot. And he proceeds to sing with a very cartoony voice, completely different from the one from the original movie. Get your motor, get your motor running. He's singing. He's born to be wild. He does. Yes, shat upon. Shat upon, I say. And the thing that makes... I mean, he plays back-to-back. -back. He shows... They look like strong hands, don't they? And then cuts to... Get your motor run. <laughs> it's just... Oh, I... I have not actually seen the movie that it that this re he reviewed, and I will not. But God, it's his review is is far more than enough. Mm -hmm. Oh my God! <laughs> Whoever made that movie should be drawn and quartered. I, oh, it's 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 just fun. Yeah, it's just fun. And, and in a way, I'm kind of glad I I only just recently heard about the guy because there's just a slew of stuff that I still haven't seen yet <laughs> that he's done. That from I, he's, he's approaching 300. He's approaching 300 videos uh, reviewing all this different stuff, and it's just it's dynamite. It's just dynamite. He's really funny. Yeah, I may have to go and listen and rewatch that Neverending Story three one because it, as as horrible as the movie is, his review just is hilarious and and yeah. yeah. Did the missus catch any of it? Did you? Uh, 
Uh, no, I was using earbuds, and she, she caught the effects of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> show her one or two. She may actually get yeah. a kick out of it. I think I started to. The problem is I picked the movie that she happened to enjoy. Oh, dear. <laughs> she, she was. So, yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> so she wasn't as impressed as as I was. Yeah. But. It's a guy thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I don't know. No, well, no. She it, he does he reviews Jungle to Jungle, and that was a movie that she actually enjoyed. And so when he was ripping it apart, she was kind of like, "Hey!" But uh, it's all right. But like I said, I like the fact that you don't have to have seen the movie to appreciate the reviews because <laughs> everything yeah. he. He shows you he backs up with evidence. <laughs> yeah, come on. I mean, a kid, a, a teenage kid taking out a, a pigeon with a blowgun and nailing it to the freaking wall. Thank you, Disney. Thanks for the nightmares. <laughs> what a nature-friendly, <laughs> nature-friendly company you are. Oh, man. That was that was all I had. <laughs> I've got a, a quick link here. Uh, my girlfriend and I were, were were running around various places this, this past weekend, you know, M- Memorial Day weekend and that. Mm. And we were uh, listening to one of the uh, local public radio stations. This is the more music-oriented one. And there's this great song by... Uh, I posted this to my Facebook earlier. A uh, guy named Ray Wiley Hubbard. It's called Mother Blues. Oh, wow, it's just wild. Hmm. And it's it's like I went online and 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 found the song as soon as as I as I could and and uh, bought the MP3. There so, you go. Mother the uh, yeah the uh, the video here was actually shot at uh, South by Southwest last year. Hmm. Good deal. But the uh, the sound quality is pretty good and it's 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 just a. Wild, awesome song. So, Control C, my good friend. <laughs> Where are we? Speaking of NPR, Jonathan Colton has a pod or a NPR thing that he's doing or involved in that's being podcast. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Called Ask Me Another. It's a quiz show, and he does the uh, he does the music for it. Like if cool. if they need him to if they need a song. Like the other one of the, it's basically they get a bunch of contestants on, uh, and they have these puzzles that, this, and each episode has different puzzle games that people have to, like, uh, um, the one I was thinking of just now was there are different songs that have to do with listening to the radio, and he would play the first few bars of the song or enough of the song so that you would recognize it and then they would ask a question about that song um and people had to answer the question or one was um um like they would take a book title and change one letter of the title and have a new plot synopsis made from that title and you had to figure out from the plot synopsis what the uh the title what the new title was like it would be uh, a young woman grow on a on an Atlanta plantation, um, 
I'm going to blow that one because I don't know the story of Gone with the Wind well enough. But the basic gist of it was, um, the side swears she'll never go. Or a woman on an Atlanta plantation, who's often coined as saying "Tomorrow's another day," goes into business selling vast quantities of Chianti. And the title they were looking for was "Gone with the Wine." <laughs> Change one letter, okay. One letter of the thing. Okay, all right. Um, and so, stuff like that. It's kind of off the wall. It's, very, it's, it's lots of. It's very fun, geeky type stuff. NPR. So, what's the name of it? It's called you, Ask Me Another. Ask Me Another. Cool. John, does he, how long is he? He's got an album out. I saw somewhere. Like a, 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 a DB. He he does. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was strictly internet. I thought he was strictly like... Well, he's had CDs available that you can buy in that, but he actually went through... Uh, he started getting the, putting them through whatever the uh, a sound scanner or whatever the like rating... The, 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 whatever company it is that, 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 that actually measures record sales. Hmm. Oh, wow. He actually did okay. that with his, with his last one, and he charted. Of course. Nice. Yeah. Of course. Wow. I love when stuff like that happens. Yeah. Goodbye, my only friend. Oh, did you think I meant you? <laughs> <laughs> he's he's brilliant. He's a brilliant yes. uh, guy. Yep. Love it. I got a lot. I got a lot of links for the show. This is cool. <laughs> <laughs> this is excellent. Yeah. And on that note, I think I'm gonna jet because I gotta feed the dog. Yeah. Alrighty. All right. Oh hell! It's 35 minutes past dog feeding time. Yeah. Uh oh. So I better. He. I wondered why he was getting so playful and getting in my face and breathing hard into the microphone. I hope they didn't pick it up. He was. I didn't hear any of that. No, okay. but uh, <laughs> yeah. wow! Oh hell yeah! Yeah. Zeke. So, uh, yep. Chow down. Thank you, thank you, gentlemen. Um, All right. This was fun. I'm... Two weeks from tonight, uh, as as a date, you know, mark the calendar. Yep. We'll see what happens. I hope it's good stuff. I think it will be, but you know, we'll see. We're trying, folks. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so uh, excellent. I'm glad we. I'm glad we get emails read and 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 just you know chill for a while. So uh, this will be out probably in combination with the one that we recorded earlier, and it'll be one big long fun episode of the guys. You know, the guys. Just the guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> excellent. All right. To everybody. We're, we're just um, these these guys, you know. Yeah, you know these, these guys. <laughs> You know them. You know the guys. <laughs> Take care of yourselves uh, and stay later, safe. Y'all. Later. And uh, have fun. Yep. All, right. All right. Take it easy. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Night. Night. And there we ha- And there it was. I forgot my line. <laughs> uh, there it was. The, the guys get together, um, read emails, and, have, uh, and just have... Uh, relaxing gap fest gameplay will resume when it becomes possible and uh, we certainly we certainly miss Nikki and we're we're, uh, we're hoping she'll be able to come back very soon but uh, in the meantime we'll you know 
we play it by ear, we see what happens, and uh, and there and there we have it. So, thank you, thank you very much again for listening. And I'm not going. You know, every time I say next time on the gutter skypes, it nearly never happens the way I expect it to. So I won't say that. I'll just say I hope you'll join us. But until then, thanks again. And see you then.